Hello everyone, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, wherever you are with your day. Welcome back to Cinemax Savants, aka the greatest podcast in the world. We're finally in October, gentlemen. Yes. Y'all know what that means. It's finally hoodie season. <laughs> it's finally hoodie season. I've been yes. waiting all year for this. It's been, it was kind of warm today. A little warmer than I expected, so. I know. Mother Nature just won't, won't act the way that she's supposed to act. Right. Like, typical woman just can't make up her damn mind. <laughs> well, but it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. 70 plus in the day and like 31 in the night. Yeah. Tough. I know. I had Tough. to heat up myself in the morning, man. <laughs> yeah. I had to cool myself off in the afternoon. No. Yeah. yeah. how your body gets sick. I don't know what the hell's going on here. See, weather like this made me want to move out to California sometimes. Yeah. So, like, I can't deal with all of this, like, inconsistent weather. Right. You know, but Go to California. You might have to leave so you can get out of the forest fires. Oh, yeah. And the mudslides that they have. Yeah. I know. Everybody Everybody that live out in Florida, God bless y'all. I don't oh, know yeah. why y'all still live in Florida, man. Everybody, Everything in Florida just be vacation homes. They should just, like, live right. there, like, mine hurricane season and come back to Indiana yes. or somewhere else where it's safe. Right. About half of them do that. They're reverse snowbirds or whatever they call them. Uh, there's people that stay in Fort Wayne for the summer, and then in the winter they go to Florida. You know, why the hell would anybody want to be in Fort Wayne in the summer? I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. There ain't nothing happening in the summer but like baseball right. and just like a bunch of like festivals and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, for sure. So. Uh, uh, once again, everybody, if you're listening right now, remember to like, subscribe, share this episode with all your friends. Let them know that we sent you over. Now, how's the week been going for you? Oh, Everything been going all good. How's your college team doing? I don't oh, pay attention man, to y'all at won. all. I just they be won. thinking yeah. like I don't give a shit about <laughs> they Michigan won. at all. Michigan won, and my my fantasy team won, and but my Bears they they loafed it up, so they suck. Uh, so I wasn't. I, I, we came and beat the Giants. We're not the starting quarterback out, not the second string quarterback out. They put the running back at quarterback, and we still lost. <laughs> like we suck. So uh, other than that, it's been a good week. Um, <clears throat> just trying to make it to the weekend as always. Even though I got to go to a wedding. Um, should be all right. I just uh, watch football on my phone, I guess, somehow. But, um, yeah, I will make it work. But other than that, man, just been hanging in there, trying to get to the weekend and uh, just getting some relaxing and chilling. So I haven't been watching a lot of movies, but uh, I know with Halloween being here, I got my Huluween up and going. And That's uh, still one of the corniest titles. <laughs> I think it's cool. Huluween. I, I think, think it's, it's made cool. for, like, Disney Plus or right. something. Right. It does sound like it would be goofy, but... Um, just been trying to find good stuff to watch for the Halloween theme here. So now, is there uh, one like Halloween theme movie that you try to watch traditionally every year, or you just try to watch damn near anything? You, you might laugh at me, but it's gonna be funny. <laughs> Man, I swear but, to God, uh, if you say like like a haunted house or Hocus Pocus. No, or some shit. no, Ernest Scared Stupid. I like that one. I like that one. That's what I was about to say. Is that the one that had like Earth the Kid or something like that? Or am I thinking about the one with the trolls? The trolls. They had the trolls. That is the one with the trolls. Yeah, the trolls. And then he needed like milk Milk, but he thought it was Miak. He he needed milk first and then it got like super trolls, so he had to kiss it. Yeah, yeah. It had to have love of a child or something. God, those boys Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his name? Vernie? What's his name? I can't remember his name. Something Vernie. Nah, Vern was the other guy. Okay. I can't remember... Ernest's real name, but Jim he, Parsons, maybe something like Jim Verney might be his name. Hold on, Google is my friend. Yeah, I think it's Jim Verney. Yeah, I think we. I just talked about this. Ernest Scare Stupid. Of course, that's going to be the first thing that pops. That's up. my favorite, man. Ernest Scare Stupid. It actually, was, it is. Damn, he's right, Jim. Ver, Jim, Jim Verney. Yeah, Jim yeah. Verney. Yep, yep. So uh, that one I remember seeing as a elementary kid and thinking like. 
even though this is earning scare stupid, this was kind of scary. Them trolls were a real deal. They were taking kids and turning them into little, uh, into little wooden sculptures and shit. And it was uh, kind of creepy. Yeah, they did a good job with that because I was always kind of scared of trolls. Even though the movie Trolls that was supposed to be a horror movie. Uh, I've but, never seen that, it, so you probably shouldn't. It was supposed further. to be a horror movie in the same way that, like... As a what, kid watching it, though, it was like, creepy, yeah. Well, it's technically a monster. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was scared of that growing up. So, uh, if I can watch one movie, it would be Ernest, Ernest Scared Stupid. That that just sets the tone for me. So, yeah, what about what about you there? If it, if it were up to me, I probably wouldn't watch anything like... Hocus Pocus, like all that stuff that my wife likes to watch. Now, granted, I did watch the new Hocus Pocus, and I'm not gonna lie, I enjoyed myself. Really, it was actually kind of kind of good. It was actually kind of good. Yeah. It's nice to know that Sarah Jessica Parker still looks good after all this time. Huh. The other one, she ain't fat no more. She got all skinny. <laughs> I and haven't seen the first one, so I wouldn't know. What is it, saw... Beth Miller? She looks exactly the same. Yeah, really, she's exactly she's the got same. The Keanu Reeves thing going on. Yeah, my uh, late Lacey had a girls' night. They watched Hocus Pocus and Hocus Pocus too, and they had all this <laughs> Halloween charcuterie bullshit. Oh. And so uh, they she had said a Ouija it was, board and yeah, shit. They better not. She better like, bring her ass over to my house and said, uh, <laughs> "I like horror, but I don't like." that much uh so so she Next said it was you know, you're gonna be living get out for real <laughs> just yeah <laughs> she gonna be on the ceiling and stuff she already making dishes in my sink she already in trouble for that now she's gonna be walking on the ceiling too <laughs> come over here and cooking and leave a mess but she's cool she always you know, try to hook it up for us but uh we got a special guest tonight we got my my buddy from work if his voice sounds different from Ryan, Ryan, we're still waiting on Ryan, but we have a special guest tonight. I mean, this is my buddy from work. This is Clint. Uh, Clint, say hello to the people there and tell them a little bit about yourself and some of the, your favorite movies. Don't have to be horror movies or or anything like that, but just tell us something about your, you know, what you like in movies and stuff like that. So, uh, how are we doing, everybody? Uh, well, my name is Clint. Well. I've been a, a stage and close-up magician for about ten years. That's like my main thing outside of work stuff. Uh, I like a lot of science fiction movies. I've seen I've seen all the Bruce Lee movies, a lot of like old seventies, eighties kung fu stuff. Uh, mostly action oriented, yeah. most overall. Uh, going on to the traditional Halloween movies, I tried to rewatch Nightmare Before Christmas for the first time in like ever, like that. last year. I made it the first song, you know, still still hits, yeah. and then. Like I got about two minutes after that when they started talking again, I was like, I gotta turn this shit off. <laughs> like, I've never seen that movie. I've never seen all of it. Now, is that a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie? It is technically a Christmas movie. Okay, because uh, it's all the the Halloween monsters. Mm-hmm. Uh, the main one, Jack Skellington, finds a door in the woods that takes him to a different holiday, and it's Christmas, and he decides they're gonna just they're gonna do Christmas this year. Okay, and so yeah. they kidnap Santa Claus. And once he realizes that he fucked up, then they, they let Santa Claus go and he fixes everything. Okay, okay. But, yeah, yeah it's a... Uh, if you haven't seen it before, you're not going to suddenly find a love for it, I don't think. It's... Yeah, that's not... What's his name? Tim Burton? Tim Burton. It's, it's because Ryan I hate Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Yes. Well, yeah, that'll... It's the most Tim Burton Tim Burton there is. So. <laughs> yeah, I, a lot of people love it. A lot of people... I don't mind... Edward Scissorhands, stuff like that. I think he made that. Yeah, you know, yeah. I like that kind of stuff, but I just never watched all of Nightmare Before... Uh, was the, it Nightmare, Nightmare Before Christmas? Yeah. Yeah, the, I haven't watched all of the, it. The soundtrack is fantastic. It's mm-hmm. Danny Elfman. Uh, they were, did a lot of stuff together. He also did the Batman soundtrack. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. But other than the soundtrack, there's not really a whole lot there if you're either not a lady or not like him. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> Girls love that shit. They I do. Don't... They like that. Because you got I'm, that creepy loneliness yeah, yeah, to him. I, yeah. Like, I'm already a long-term single. I'm just tanking my chances of changing that. Just <laughs> this conversation right now. Well, cool, man. Well, we're glad to have you. Clint works directly with me, and we've been working together for some years. And uh, we've worked directly the last couple years on the same team. And come to find out, we have a lot in common, especially movies. And he's kind of like my my Marvel and my DC guy at work, you know I mean? He knows a lot about that, so he'll fit in nicely with us. Respect, and respect Yeah, right yeah, he knows a lot about a lot of movies, so uh, we talk about that and um, at work, and actually shares a birthday with me. We have the same birthday. Same didn't birthday, know, Didn't yeah. know that the whole time, birthday on the same day. Um, y'all, couple, like, well, y'all like one fun day from doing karate right. in the garage. <laughs> yeah, we like... Make uh, some bunk beds. Right, right, right. So uh, we had a lot in common, so I thought he would be good for this particular... Uh, episode that we got tonight here so now that being said this particular episode that we have tonight is going to be horror themed we're finally in october so it was not weird it's finally time to start playing thriller and monster mash and all that <laughs> weird music that people only play like this time of the month this is exactly time for us yeah. now this yeah. is this is actually the genesis of this podcast because me and sean linked up over facebook because he had a post you remember that post where you had like the, the most ridiculous yeah, yeah, horror yeah, yeah. things and yeah. horror movies i was like all right, man, we, we, we got too much to talk about. We got to start doing a podcast. Right, and right. Sure enough, that's how it all started for us. So this will be the perfect one for us to finally kick off October for Definitely. us. Now, we're going to do our top five horror films. And with a caveat behind that, we're going to do our, let's just say, top five most ridiculous cliches or things that annoy us in horror films. Because there's a, a lot. Now, I, I sent you that little link. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more that even I, <clears throat> oh, even yeah. I thought about, like right. all the cliches, the dumb things that people do in movies that they shouldn't be doing. Mm-hmm. And if you see a horror film on Netflix, they probably break all those damn rules. Oh they, yeah, they, they oh, just yeah. refuse to abide like by the laws of like sure. horror films. Like that's why a lot of people don't survive. You know, I might be semi-racist with some of mine because because <laughs> I'll be like, man, there's a, there's, a, there's a special theme here yeah. going on. Like some people just they don't have great balance, they don't have good decision making skills. Man, some people just need a guide in life. So that's the only time I really think people need life coaches. Is when I watch horror films, I'm like, how do you make this decision? Like, Evolution should have picked you off a long time ago. <laughs> you didn't need Michael Myers to come get you. No, you should have been dead, like tripping over a sidewalk or I, something. I don't get it. I don't get it. But that what makes the movie longer because uh, if not, Michael would just kill him in the first five minutes, and he you, it wouldn't the movie wouldn't be worth for them. They'd have to make it longer, make it run more, and stuff like or that. Or Michael so. just gets blown apart by a SWAT team. In right. The first 10 I don't minutes, understand like, why don't they just kill him with a tank or something? Like, I feel God, like they did that with Jason, and he came back. They did that with Jason, but Jason like explicitly say he's got superpowers okay well see they they dodge that rule man they find a way around it well man. they they try to hint that michael was supernatural in this last one he he, he done went on to something else yeah that's now, been yeah. like a ongoing thing like even in the old franchise he had like the the curse of thorn or some shit yeah yeah but yeah and i think in the first movie it was just like no nah, he's just he's just so evil that right he can do whatever yeah, yeah he said the devil told him to kill him and he just stopped talking and you know so i don't know but well, we'll see. Well, this is going to be very entertaining. I listened to the last episode. That was, that was very entertaining. Oh, yeah. That was a good like time. Like hearing y'all try to pit up an argument. <laughs> what y'all thought was so like, man, did they hear my list? Right. I'm like, why did he tell us talking? Right, yeah. Oh, and to correct you, actually, Ghostbusters did come out in 1984. The original Ghostbusters? The original one came out in 1984. So, technically, you had one I hell had, of a hand to play. 
Ghostbusters two. Ghostbusters two came out. I think five years after that. Okay, maybe I so had the original wrong one you had you have in nineteen eighty four. Okay, so, so you, your yeah. hand got a little bit stronger with that I'll one because I kept it. thinking like, damn, did it come out eighty four? I thought the original Ghostbusters came out in eighty one. The original no, because I kept thinking like for that that one for Bobby Brown to have like a prevalent role like the second mm-hmm. one. I was like, man, that couldn't have been like eighty four. Bobby Brown wasn't that damn hot. He was still candy rain and whatever the hell they was <laughs> doing. It was a new addition, but he was by himself at that point. But yeah, now I got maybe I got him mixed up. But no, that's man. even better. So no, that yeah. strengthens your hand a little yeah, bit, man. Yeah, eighty four oh, yeah. was that much more of a monster. Sounds man. good to me. So Sounds shout good. to eighty four, all the eighty four babies. Yeah. Good for y'all. Yeah. All right. Now who wants to who wants to lead off? Let's you let know? my man Clint. Let's let him roll off first. Just do your your favorite Just, horror and the most ridiculous your, your your fifth most ridiculous thing in horror and your fifth. Uh, favorite horror movie there, and we'll we'll uh, get the ball rolling. I'm right just there. gonna go. I, the only one that I got like a distinct like uh, order is the number one on the favorite horror. So I'm just gonna kind of go through. Uh, I'm gonna start out with the on my top five favorite horror. It's the most obscure one. It's called The House at the End of Time. Okay. It was. Hold on, I gotta Google that. House at the End of Time. Yeah, know. it's a Spanish movie. I saw it years ago on Netflix. I'm mm-hmm. sure it's on like Shutter or something now. It's a haunted house movie. I can't tell you too much about it without spoiling stuff, but like, it's haunted houses and there's time travel and it's it, like it's a head trip. It's like a total closed loop movie. Mm-hmm. Like it's like you. It's like uh, what is that? Dark Side of the Moon. You can start it over and it just kind of loops around. Okay, that's uh, I couldn't tell you who anybody is in it. <laughs> no real I'm stars. I'm looking at these names. Might as well just yeah. Might as well just be French yeah, to me. Yeah. I can't read this shit. But yeah, it's it's all Spanish. You have to read the subtitles as it's going on. But it is a total head trip. It's probably it's one of my favorite haunted house movies ever. But it like there's another layer to it. So okay, yeah. That's new. Never even heard of it. So, never yeah. heard of this at all. Yeah. But it says that it's on Voodoo. I don't know why I have Voodoo. I got Voodoo. Uh, never watched a damn thing on it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I need to cut back on my. Me system. too. Damn. That's what I'm I tell money. myself that all the time, but I'm like, they haven't canceled just the one thing that I need them to cancel. Yeah. As soon as yeah. I think about canceling something, they come out with something that I'm like, all right, I need this. Like Paramount, well, Netflix does it, that, and then they'll come out with this Dahmer thing, which is very leading on the, all of Facebook and Twitter and Instagram right now. And it's just enough to keep you in there, you know. I mean, it's it's not it's very very sick. And uh, well, I could give a shit about Dahmer, but yeah. if Netflix keeps the Sandman, like if they renew it for a second season, mm-hmm. then I'll I'll keep it for another year. And okay, if, if they cancel it, then I'm done. Like, right. I haven't watched that, but I I I'd definitely be meaning to watch that. It's show very very good. Uh, I'm trying to think. Have you ever seen like Good Omens on Amazon Prime? Nope. Okay, there's an author called named Neil Gaiman who like. Uh, going back to Tim Burton, if you graduate from Tim Burton and you want to get like good dark fantasy stuff, Neil Gaiman's the guy. Like okay. he wrote Coraline, the book that that's based on. Uh, that was, I guess that, that was more that. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't my kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. well, that's a that's a children's book. Okay, like he yeah. he wrote that originally for his like his daughters because they were really young, and the reason it got published is because he sent it to his agent, and she was like, "You can't." make this a kid's book and he's like <laughs> well read it to your kid and see how they like it mm-hmm. and she read it to her daughter and daughter's like oh yeah it's good and then years later she's like are you sh-? like you got that book published she's like yeah i was scared shitless but i had to see how it ended so like it, it was Damn. it's too it's too scary for kids mm-hmm. but it was still a kid's book huh. but he, he, like the sandman good omens uh stardust is another movie it's i've seen stardust yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's also neil game okay cool all right 
And what was your? Uh, did you have your most ridiculous thing there? Fifth most ridiculous, whatever. So. I, I guess the the most obvious, most ridiculous thing for me is just anything in space. Okay. If it's if it didn't if it didn't start out in space, like you got like aliens. Oh, you better. mean like critters when they went out in space? Yeah. When the critters went out in space. Or when Jason Leprechaun X. went out in space. <laughs> Jason, when Hellraiser Jason went out in space. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. That's terrible. Oh my god, Jason was like a superhero at that point. Yeah, or not a like, superhero, but as, a villain. As, as soon as anything has to go into space that didn't come from space, you got kind of a problem. Like, if you're gonna have like laser cannons and shit, like you should be able to handle Jason. Yeah. I feel like. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Damn, that that kind of remind me. What's that? Um, it came out like a few years ago. It had Ryan Reynolds. It had uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and somebody else it was i guess it was kind of a sci-fi but it really played like a horror movie where they had like encountered like some kind of some alien life form or whatever and it kept like growing and uh, oh fuck i i know it, you... i think it was called life or something yeah like yeah, that. yeah 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 i've seen that it was... that was actually pretty damn good yeah like, i actually it, enjoyed that it's, one it's been compared a lot to like alien like it felt like that because I don't want to uh, help. If y'all haven't seen this, it's your own damn fault. Now, <laughs> now, what happened at the end was, I guess, like, he was trying to sacrifice himself by taking the, I guess, this uh, so-called, like, alien out into space, but somehow ended up on Earth. Somehow, like, I collided with something else, and he ended up on Earth, and she ended up floating out into space. And then I remember, like, this dude was getting ready to open the door at the end. He's like, don't open the door, because once it opens up, it just goes every fucking way. i never seen this. You need to watch that. That, that, yeah. that, that should have been a hidden gem for me a long time ago. I okay. completely forgot about that movie, but he reminded me about the whole space premise when yeah, it comes that, to horror. Now, that, it reminded me of that movie. That was, like, the most positively reviewed, like, horror movie of that year. Really? Yeah. It was actually, it, was like, it wasn't, like, a big hit, but it was, like, a low-key hit for me, because you know, you know, like Ryan Reynolds. I think he was on like his Deadpool role, and like yeah, yeah, Ryan Reynolds yeah. just keeps doing movies after movies. I, he's the same person. Yeah, I, I wish he would just stop sometimes. It was like, <laughs> like he's just the same dude in every damn movie, like yeah. like he's, The Rock in every damn movie. It's, it's he's just, he's been Van Wilder for like twenty years now. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. But that being said, shout out to The Rock, man. I'm gonna watch a movie. Yeah, I want to kick you back. Adam, yeah, let's see what he does in that. Yeah, I keep so. I keep watching trailer after trailer. That movie actually looks a lot better it than does. I initially thought it was. Gonna I mean, be. he's been making that. He's been talking about making that movie since I was in high school. Really? Yeah, like that was. He said, "I'm like the Rock came on. He's like, I'm gonna do Black Adam, and I rem- that was like before the internet was what it is now. Like that was one of the first ones got announced, and they just got around to making it now. So, huh? Yeah, all right. That's a way to manifest things in a yeah in the reality. Good for it, you. It helps when you're the Rock. Yeah, he's got yeah. the money now. Well, so. yeah, he had all the cla- the cachet to do with it now. Oh since yeah, he's like the biggest like star on the damn planet right sure. now. Hell, yeah, he can get he damn near anything made. That's what he wants. Yeah, I'm well, still waiting on that Johnny Bravo movie." Okay. Oh, yeah, we, I'm not gonna hold my breath, but he, he can still try. <laughs> he, he's been talking about that one forever too. All right. All right. You want to go next? Okay. I'll go, next? go. I'll go. and knock it out. And I got one that I'm gonna start off with my top five. I'm gonna go from five to one for me. It better not uh, be Jennifer's body. No, man. Okay. No. Uh, it's uh, Gremlins. No, I'm just playing. Uh, <laughs> it's not a horror film. <laughs> I think it is. But uh, for me, number five for my favorite horror, which is I would consider scariest top five for me, is Child's Play. 1980, 1988, Chucky. When I tell you, that's oh my solid, god, that's a solid. It, it is there. because I was a a kid. I was a toddler, and I had and it a, still creeps me out to is, this day. Yeah, I, he's creepy now. I think now I whoop his ass now, but back at a four year old, I had a my buddy doll because my brother was Ooh, my little why? brother was because I wanted a little brother, and my parents were like, well, we're not sure we're doing that right now, and so they got me a they my buddy you doll, a doll, and my older brother, who was always a trickster, rented. <laughs> 
Child's Play. And I was like four or five, and I was just always carrying this in my buddy. His name was Corky, so it was kind of like Chucky. So I was okay. kind of like the same thing. And we watched Child's Play because that's what we did in our house. That's why I love horror so much because we watch horror. And my parents never, like, shaded me from it. They're like, well, as long as it's not nudity, Sean can watch it. I'm like, all right. And I would watch it with my brother. And he's like, Sean, don't you got a doll like this? <laughs> and I'm looking at my doll like, man, he sure does look like that. You know what I mean? He's got on suspenders with a checkered shirt underneath. How and... fast did you throw that doll away? Oh, my God. The first night we watched that. And Chucky was doing all this shit, and, and he was not. Chucky was not here for the get, the fun and games. First of all, he was he was trying to get out of that doll as fast as he could. And I never forget him when she's about to throw him in the fireplace, and he was, and he, you filthy bitch, and he started. I was, oh my god, that tore my soul into pieces. I, I threw up. At night, Damn. I did because I was scared of that doll. Because you and ate it, too much popcorn. Yeah, I was scared. Was. No, I didn't eat no popcorn that night. I was sitting there watching him. Should have just waited a few yeah. years. See Rick Steiner yell at him on WCW. <laughs> I should have, uh. but I would always check his back for batteries and shit. <laughs> and like, I'm not joking. Like, if you ever ask me in my family, they would tell you like it was bad. Like it was real bad. It ruined my life. Like I couldn't have that doll. I had just got the doll. And they had to take them. Dad had to put him. He was a police officer at the time. He had to put that doll in the trunk of the car because I couldn't. <laughs> he couldn't take it. And my older brother thought that was the best thing he'd ever seen. So for the longest, I was terrified of Chucky. Chucky ruined my life as a four or five year old. He ruined a lot of they lives. Yeah. Kids up. Now, All the dolls got thrown out. When it got to Child's Play two and three, I was a, Child's Play two was scary for me. Which one was he? Is that like the ROTC? That was like, the third one where he. That's where it got like all I, right, I'm done with this. Yeah, I was older at that point, and I was like, all right, I think I could take him if he ever tried to fuck with me. But um, I had, they had to get rid of the doll. It was that bad, and my mom was so mad because she got it for Christmas for me because I wanted a little brother. You know, I had nobody to beat up on, and I used to punch him. And then at night, I'd be like, hey, so they're me, really mad that their back. solution just didn't work. It didn't work. It, it wasn't. It, it wasn't about the doll. It was about now that we got to have another. Kid. My older brother ruined my life with that because he knew he'd always compare like Chucky got the same kind of hair as your doll. Like oh, like oh Lord, have mercy. Little red shoes, and I'd always picture the little red shoes running behind the couch and shit. Just ruined my life. So for me, for number five, scariest top five for me and favorite. It was also one of my favorites now as I'm not traumatized anymore and I'm not throwing up in my sleep over this shit. I remember I threw up that night. It was horrible. I was bad. And it, it was just something I just couldn't believe they made a movie and I had the same little doll with the same little shoes and suspenders on. So for number five for me is Child's Play 1990, uh, 1988, of course. So the, the rest of them were – it got ridiculous. When he started having a family and all, I was over it at that point. I wasn't even scared of it. he came over. out with a new one when yeah. he was in like high school or something like that. And then yeah. he had like a female uh, yeah. doll. No, I was like, do, I'm tired of this. They do. As soon as they did like sex with the dolls, yeah, that's yeah. when I checked all the way out. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is too damn much. They did come out with a show. Apparently, it's pretty good. I hear people talking about it on on Facebook from time to time, but – yeah, didn't they yeah. try to reboot it like a few years ago? Yeah, yeah. it's a show. They have like a series. No, the one, the movie with uh, Brian Tyree. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, Brian Tyree. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Did, it was less magic. He was like a robot doll. That yeah, time. and had um, uh, Luke Skywalker as the voice. What's his name? Mark Hamill Mark was Hamill. the voice of him now yeah. instead of the other guy that was in Mad Rob Zombie movies. I can't remember his name, but uh, so that's number five for me. It's a top five horror, and then my f- top five most ridiculous thing. I guess I will go with how come. There's always somebody that speaks Latin in all these movies. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, you ever notice that? Like, they always know somebody like, oh, what is this scripture? We got to figure it out. I know somebody that's Latin. 
I know somebody that speaks Latin. They could be in Compton. Like, like, man, man, I know somebody. We in high school that speaks Latin. They know. They always know somebody that speaks. Even the Latin people don't know how to read Latin. You know, I mean, or read or speak Latin sometimes. So for me, number five most ridiculous thing that I always see in horror movies is there's somebody that can either read Latin or they know somebody who knows Latin. This always seems to be yeah. like a linguistics <laughs> expert. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know an expert in language languages. Let me give well, him like, a call. Yeah. Y'all don't know I how mean, to speak like Creole. Like, like no, bitch, no. no. I mean, the Latin thing, like if if, you, if there's a Catholic church around to be a priest, you have to, be able to speak Latin. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but like, it's never. Oh, I gotta just go to go to church. Right, it's always right. like my friend Bob. He's, yeah. he's been learning Latin <laughs> yeah, for the last twenty yeah, years. Yeah. Ryan knows how to speak Latin and read it. And he, we'll take it to him. We'll figure out what's going on in the neighborhood. I just always found that to be goofy and just not like a lot of people know how to read Latin. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they sit there and many patres and I mean, get out of here, man. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know all that stuff. For number five, for me, as far as the ridiculous things that goes on in horror movies is. Somebody always knows Latin or speaks Latin, and they can figure out what the hell's creepy going on in the neighborhood, and they need them to figure out the scripture there. So, yeah. So, all right, that's that's a solid one. Right yeah, there. yeah, I never even thought about the the linguistics expert is always convenient. Yeah, he's like, hold on, like, like, what is this? This is a spell. He's yeah. like, next thing you know, he's like, ask me, lift me, soft yeah. like, this, oh, where, where you come from? Oh hell yeah! Well, now all of a sudden, you like, speak in tongues. Yeah, and like people. He'll tell them how to say it once, and then they can repeat it perfectly. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, it, it if the language is that important, then like you gotta at least repeat it a few times. <laughs> you know? Like you know, how I many years it took me to get through like like first year French. I know. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> to know it, you know, uh, back and front. There's no way, you know, what I mean, or front and back. There's no way. So that's that's just weird. That's yeah, just weird. I thought that was funny. So, yeah. but that's that's a good one right there. I was wondering if it was gonna do like cliche stuff, or we're we gonna go like really like oh. deep dive into like something that we've never, I've never even thought about that yeah. that angle before. Okay, like, yeah. Speak another language. I guess we can do anything you want there. So, oh, yeah. Okay, that, that means I got to reshuffle my list, man. Because uh. you, you challenging me a little bit? Because I like, hold on, man. I, maybe <laughs> I got two cliches. Yeah. I've got one that spins off of that. So okay, got, okay. Can't wait yeah. to hear that one. All right, now my number five for my top five horror film. I'm going to go with Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. That's when it was in the mall, right? Yep. Okay. We're yeah. talking about the original? The one with uh, Ving Rhames. Okay, so the, that was the, the remake. The remake. The remake. Yeah. Yeah. That's Zack Snyder's one good movie. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, he's going to rub a I can't a chase that. I can't chase that one right now. I'm, I'm on a mission right now, but that, right. Damn, that was a good job. Yeah, yeah. Now, this one, I love zombie movies, and I think about other zombie movies. I always come back comparing it to this one, because I think this one was like the peak for what a zombie movie should be like. Not like the Walking Dead bullshit, but this one, it really scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Like, the beginning, like, you remember how that started, man? Like, they woke up, and I like the... the the little kid next door, the little girl was just in the house. I'm like, hold on, yeah. fuck off. She How do you get up in the house? Yeah, yeah. She was driving home in the neighborhood and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, and, I, yeah. and I was like, hold on, fuck. You really a zombie? Like, shouldn't you get, go right into killing mode right there? Mm-hmm. But that might be another cliche. But it was like, she woke up, the girl's in the house, freaked her the hell out. The husband went over there, like, to check her out. Next thing you know, take a big-ass bite out of his damn yep. neck. I'm yeah. like, oh, shit, you gone right there. Yeah. Right, I get it right there. And then from then on, I just like the angle of like them trying to like be holed up into a mall. It's dope. Because yeah. they followed a lot of cliches and what everybody seems to be doing wrong in a movie. And yeah. doing right for a lot, for the most part, too. It's just like... It was a nice blend of like different kind of like genres and angles that they do with scary movies. And plus, I just like zombie movies, zombie shows. I need to get more of The Walking Dead, like Fear of the Walking Dead, all this other stuff. I feel like I need to get back into that. Mm-hmm. I finished. 
I started to finish like the last season of The Walking Dead. I reminded myself why I hated that fucking show and I stopped watching. I have to start over from the beginning if I do that. That so. was sucks. I, I stopped in the middle of a season. I had to go back all the way to the first episode to remind myself what the hell I was watching. And mm-hmm. then by the time I got to the episode I stopped on, I realized why I stopped. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just yeah. got bad. It got goofy. I was like, man. Political and started. They must have yeah. lost their writers on that show For or something sure. like that. Because it's like they just went completely like left and they just lost all their imagination. It's a damn shame because that show actually had a really good start to it. I actually liked how it was going out. But yeah, Dawn of the Dead, like, arguably Zack Snyder's best movie, is is definitely one of my favorites. But this one was a solid pick. I like to watch it with my family from time to time because mm. my youngest, he doesn't like horror. So I force him to watch horror films. <laughs> and my oldest, he watches damn near anything horror. He doesn't get scared from nothing. So... At least I have somebody to be my buddy to watch with. My wife is kind of like Lacey. She watched like 15, 20 minutes, and then next thing you know, she nodded off. Hell, for sure. No, no problems yeah. at all for yeah. her. So, yeah, Dawn of the Dead, solid pick. I think it might be on Hulu, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. either Hulu or Peacock. So you can definitely find it somewhere on your, on it, your streaming It's one service. of the best ones because I like Night of the Living Dead. Uh, I like all of them pretty much. They the got second one bad is the only one that I remember, Night of the Living Dead. I think that's when he was at the – it was at that uh, graveyard or whatever. It was at Todd. that morgue, yeah, and they tried to yeah. burn the shit and mm. went up to the clouds and came down raining. <laughs> well, it's because there's – so the Living Dead movies are interesting because you had the Night of the Living Dead and uh, George Aramero and the other guy. Like, there's two different sets of rights. Uh-huh. So yeah. it's the start of two different franchises that are not connected. So one uh-huh. guy had the rights to the Living Dead uh, like name, uh-huh. and that's where you get like Return of the Living Dead and Night of the Living Dead 3. And then the other guy just had Of the Dead, and that's where you get, like, Day of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead, and, oh, okay. and all that stuff. Gotcha. Uh, okay, gotcha. okay, okay. Well, they done pretty well for themselves. Yeah. That's, yeah. All I so, that's yeah. the one where they were, uh, where they just blew up the whole town. Uh, Day of the De- Living Dead. Uh, Day of the Living Dead, I think. I can't remember. It was like a uh, zombie that was in, like, this canister. Yeah. And he came out, he was all slimy and shit. He was underneath these stairs. Yeah, and they just like, that just blew up the whole town. And it was in like Louisville, Kentucky or something. They just blew up a whole city because they didn't know. They let some kind of secret military thing out. And yeah. it got into a morgue. And then it got into like something in the rain or something. Yeah. I can't remember like, yet. That's also a cliche, yeah. the military being involved. Always like, really? involved, yeah. yeah. Wasn't that the one... Did Zack Snyder do that one? The one that uh, Dave Bautista was in? That uh, uh, yeah, he, yeah, he did that. Uh, Army, Army of the Army Dead. Of the Dead. Yeah. Army yeah. of the Dead. Yeah. That's what it was. Like sure as hell, the military was there. There was like a UFO component yeah, at the yeah. beginning. Of it. I was like, yeah. all right, man, you're doing too much, man. That's what happens when they just give you all that money. You just go wild with your imagination. So, like, I, I digress. So yeah, Dawn of the Dead, number five for me. And the most ridiculous thing in horror film for me is. Dropping of the keys when you get to the car. Oh, that pisses me off to high fucking hell. Yeah, I see that. I think I saw that in like a zombie land. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because he had his rules, but sure enough, he gets he gets to the car. All of a sudden, he fumbles the keys, and bam, he drops them. You just need a lanyard. Why they make those? I was like, what the hell is going on? Like, why do y'all always drop the keys? I'm glad we're in a keyless uh, society right now because they was like, all right, we're gonna erase this whole this whole angle of everybody dropping keys in horror films. The new thing is your father's battery is gonna die. You're not gonna be able to get. In that probably, yeah. probably, but even now, thinking about it now, I was like, man, that used to piss me the fuck off. Every single time I saw that in a horror film, they, they go reach into their pocket, yeah. they grab their keys, and then they fumble it, and then they drop it. 
or they at the fucking door at the house right. and they oh, fumble yeah. the keys, they can't find the right key, then all of a sudden, damn, you did. I was like, man, just grab the keys while you're running. You can do two things at right. once, all right? We can multitask in this society. Why do you always fumble the damn keys? You dead as shit. And they always drop it down a cellar or down a drain or some or shit. they kick it under the car. Right. Oh, my God. Kick yeah. it under the car or just for some reason they can't tell the car key from the house key. <laughs> like, I'm like, it's the big one, bitch. Like, there it is. There's a... I think it might be on Twitter or uh, Instagram where they, they did like a, a TikTok. Uh, they have this Michael Myers chase you and he's walking and you have to get in your house. They give you a pair of keys and you have to get in the house and see if, if he can kill you before you get in the house. You got to run this fake, of course, but they want to huh. see if he walks at a normal pace and they throw you your keys. <laughs> if you get in the house and open the door before he walks up and gets you. It's going to be real I mean? embarrassing to have to yeah. run all the way around the house. <laughs> then run all the way around the house. Try to climb through the windows and shit. Like, yeah, it was pretty funny. So, yeah. Oh, my God. I would kick my door into the fucking <laughs> face. I was like, if Michael Myers get me at this pace, this is God's plan at this right. point. I, I can't do nothing about it. But, yeah. yeah. Number five for me for the most ridiculous thing I see in horror films, and it's mostly in like the 70s and 80s. That's when keys were just like the thing where they had like 50 keys on one ring like a fucking janitor, and they can't find the right yeah. key. So you're dropping all, the keys. Yeah, it's always the slasher kind of movies. Like yeah. If you, you had to go to the remote place to get to it, and you didn't like plan for like, what if somebody's just at the cabin? Like, yeah, right. Somebody opened <laughs> yeah. the door for you. Like, man. And you remember what they did in uh, Zombieland? Remember when he dropped the keys? The smartest thing he did, which I think he was poking fun at all the cliches about that thing, was he dropped the keys and he didn't try to pick it up and try to do it again. He just ran around again, outran them, yep, yep. and he came right back to the car. <laughs> then he realized his car door was unlocked. Yeah, yeah. I was like, all right, that was kind of funny. I like how smart he's being in this movie. So, yes, shout out to Jesse, was it? Eisenberg? Eisenberg yeah. was it? Thank you for playing a great uh, zombie land character that was a that was a great character and you definitely came out with a lot of rules that probably should be on my list at this point if it was a zombie apocalypse so <laughs> shout out to you yeah. definitely all right right back to you what you got for number four number four is is not like once you're past like 10 it's not going to scare you at all it's a real throwback it's a frankenstein versus the wolfman oh like, okay the old universal monster movies are like the stuff that i grew up on that and godzilla like so it's one of the first real cinematic universes, like, that predates, obviously, anything else that came along, was, like, Frankenstein, the Wolfman, Abbott and Costello, the Mummy, and all that. And this movie in particular was, like, I really like mashups. Like, you take two thing, two pop culture properties, mm-hmm. and you just slam them together and just see what happens. This was, like, Lon Chaney, <coughs> Boris Karloff, like, old, old, old school. Yeah. Now, what are your feelings on them trying to reboot that whole franchise. Remember when Tom Cruise did The Mummy and they was trying yeah. to do the dark universe, so to speak? Do you think that could have worked if they actually played it right? I think that could have worked if you'd started out... like A couple of years before that, they made that Dracula Untold movie. It was it was cool. Yeah, like, it was it was not the best movie ever, but like... I watched the whole thing. I thought it was alright. It like, wasn't like it, the worst it, thing I've seen. Dracula yeah. 2000 was definitely bad. That was bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Like, it was visually cool to see him just burst into the cloud of bats. Like, start out with that instead of being like, oh, the mummy. The one that's the most obscure out of all of them is the one that we're going to chain everything to. And then also they tried to make, like, you end it with trying to make Tom Cruise into a superhero. It's like, nobody wants to fucking see that. Like, well, Tom Cruise is kind of a superhero. He I, is yeah. now. but I mean, <laughs> yeah, but let him do that in the Mission Impossible movies. Like, if, he's, if you're doing a monster movie, like, just do a monster movie, like. And didn't they have Russell Crowe in there? Yeah, he was uh, Dr. Jekyll. 
That's what it yeah. was. I can't remember yeah. what the hell he tried to play. I could have swore. They, I remember they had a, like a crazy lineup of like they wanted to do like Johnny Depp as like the, what was he, he supposed to be the Invisible Man or something yeah, like that. They yeah. had like a Benicio del Toro as like the Wolf Man yeah. or something like that. Yeah, for sure. I feel like that that was actually going to be like a pretty sick lineup if they pulled it off. And of course, they started with Tom Cruise and it just went to shit. I remember that was like the one few Tom Cruise movies I watched. And I was like, I'm never going to watch this again in my life. Yeah. This is terrible. Well, and uh. They've also done. They did a reboot of the Invisible Man that was like, they made him like a domestic abuser, basically. Oh, is that the one with the the Handmaid's Tale chick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. like that. Movie. I liked it that too. was really yeah. good. Yeah, I enjoyed like, that a lot. Yeah, just do that. Like, don't make it like, don't make your version of Shield the connecting tissue. Just like make them all yeah, exist in the it. same world. Like. <clears throat> You don't have to have them meet right away. Like, yeah. That's the problem everybody has. Is like they saw the MCU worked out, and now they want to. They want the second movie to be the one where everybody meets. And mm-hmm. like, just give it some time, man. Yeah, they impatience. That's all it is. Yeah. People are trying to get to the money a little bit faster. But yeah, yeah. I felt like that could have worked if they didn't start with the mummy. I thought if they would have start, started with a, if they would have gave Russell Crowe his own movie and tried to do that first, or maybe even like the Wolfman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I could have swore they tried to do that. Like maybe ten years before that, I don't, I don't know if it was Benicio del Toro. Was yeah, it Benicio, or Benicio like del Toro was in a Wolfman movie for sure. Was that him? I couldn't remember who exactly yeah. it was. I don't remember him because I remember Jack Nicholson. He did like you know he did Wolf. Wolf. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. thought that was pretty good. Yeah, I liked like it. they yeah. they try and reboot it every couple of years. Or like if you really want to do that, like just tie it all into the Brendan Fraser mummy movies. No, that has to stand by itself, man. <laughs> Brendan Fraser doesn't deserve that. <laughs> Brendan Fraser is a national treasure. We can't ruin yeah. that. That's what I, that's what I mean. Make him like your wizened old like Rick O'Connell's been through all this shit before. Have him fighting Dracula. Have him fight the Wolfman. Like, uh, well, I always feel like those those mummy movies. They felt like they were more kids movies. I felt like they were trying to go darker. Yeah, with the but even the mummy wasn't that damn dark at all. It was the just la- mostly the annoying. last one was the last one with. That was with Tom Cruise, the last one, right? Yeah. yeah like, that was a little darker. It, it felt it like a pump fake. The, yeah. What I thought was going to come out is, wasn't exactly what, what I got when I watched the movie. I just remember thinking, like, this ain't no dark universe. Like, it's, it's like it's like 6 o'clock dark, man. It ain't, <laughs> it ain't all the way dark yeah, yet, man. Like, the yeah. sun's going down, but this is this is all right. This ain't scaring nobody. Right. They I've, have no I've, idea what to do with this property. I've heard that the video game tie-in is really cool. It's they made like, a video game? It's like a 2D shooter game. Oh, like, it's God. it's kind of like a Castlevania type of thing. Mm-hmm. Or like a Metroid or whatever. I'd rather watch Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> I'm so good. <laughs> Oh, that had to be worse than like. Remember when Bad Boys made a video game? They did. I didn't <laughs> exactly. That. That was it was hell? fucking terrible. Yeah, it was like a wasn't like a GTA clone kind of. Yeah, thing. Yeah, it was like they didn't they couldn't afford Will Smith and Martin Lawrence voices. And they just had other dudes just talking. Like they sounded like the side characters on Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> like, hey, bro, get that. over here, man. Like, like, what the fuck? Is, who the hell? What? You don't sound nothing like didn't Martin know Lawrence. That. Didn't know that at all. No, oh, that was that was that was terrible, man. But yeah, all but right, man. My, my next ridiculous thing. Tying into what Sean talked about is not just the person who speaks Latin, but just like a very skilled like witch or occult expert or whatever. Just okay, yeah. In, yep. in every town, <laughs> it doesn't yeah. matter if you're in LA. It doesn't right. matter if you're in fucking bumfuck Egypt. It doesn't like there's just somebody there who mm-hmm. happens to be the world's foremost expert on right. it. And be he, there tonight, and he's always working in the yard when they pull up. He yeah. turns around. <laughs> Slow and shit, and like cutting wood and shit. Like, man, get the fuck out. <laughs> and he and he's got a he, he's got a very special relationship oh, with right, whatever it is. Right, like, right. It started with it started with the original Dracula. They got uh, <coughs> the character Van Helsing started in the original Dracula book, 
And like apparently people are like, well, it's a good thing we have a nemesis for this guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you have no idea what you're messing with. Right. with the powers that be. Like, all right. That's all right, true. That's true. Especially in like possession movies and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. The, the Exorcist started that. Mm-hmm. And then it just, they just decided to remake The Exorcist every couple of years. So. Uh, they try. Yeah. They try. Every possession movie is just a cheap exorcist. Oh, off. yeah. That's, like, none like, of them can the exorcism touch. of Emily Rose is the last one that I think I actually saw that was like exorcism. Well, The Conjuring counts, doesn't it? Uh, They dabble did, into that. Did yeah. they do that in like, the third one where they had like their own little like a. Uh, Say, like a uh, exorcism. Uh, they did like the exorcism like mm-hmm. thing and then like the yeah. little bull. Yeah, they did it in all of them pretty yeah. much, sort of. Uh, but, I just remember the third one. They just it really felt like it was like a rip off of the yeah. beginning of. I was like, oh shit! The third one is the weakest of the three for sure. So it was still solid. It was solid, was... but it, they as, as compared to the first and second, it, it fell off a lot. So that's yeah. fair. Yeah. All right. All right. Sean, what you got for me? Us? Okay, I'm gonna get my stuff back out here. Okay, my fourth scariest movie, and I saw this movie in my I won't say my late twenties, early thirties, and I and I knew about it. They they made a remake of it. And I knew about it, and I just never watched it because I thought it was going to be lame. And this movie is Amityville 2, The Possession, 1982. What are you talking about? That scared the shit out of me. I don't know what, what the it was. fuck. That scared me, man. All right, I'm trying not to judge because yeah. as soon as you said, like, that big dude at work was scared of Gremlins, I'm yeah. like, <laughs> you have a whole entire thing of what you're scared of. Because right. that was the case, I picked Killer Clowns from Outer Space on my list, if that was the case. <laughs> this but, scared me. I... I I don't know what it was. And I've never seen this one that you're speaking of. Now, i seen the original with the couple that moved into the house. But this one kind of dabbled into what the son was going through. And I saw this maybe in my early 30s. So, like, 30, 31 maybe. And I remember I had a girl over. And, sorry, Lazy, this is not nothing to do with you. Uh, but, um, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Clear yeah, that up, yeah, clear, yeah, it clear that up. I wasn't even known. I didn't even go to Ohio at this point yet. So, um, uh <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sitting there and we just watched something on Roku. It's like, let's put this on. And I'm like, Amityville. I thought it was the first one. I started reading. I'm like, nah, this ain't the first one. So I put it on and I was watching it and just showing what the son goes through as far as why he killed the family. And he had on like headphones to his Walkman all the time because that's what the only thing they had. And the voices talking to him and telling him what to do and what he should do and mess around with the sister and all. And I was looking at her like, man, I'm scared. I can't believe I'm scared of this. Like, I, I the feeling of it. And there's a part where, I think you know if you saw it, uh, Clint, where the priest goes back to the home. He's possessed by the demon that was talking to him in the house. Because uh, the house is is like an ancient burial ground, maybe. They kill a lot of people back in the day there. And it's a lot of evil spirits in there. So he gets possessed by one of these spirits. And it, it just messed me up. But when the priest goes back to the house, he's all the way possessed at this point. Because he broke out of jail because he killed his whole family. And they put him in jail. And he was trying to tell the... You know, the police, like, hey, man, it, I, I, if you just let me talk to him, I think it's a little bit deeper than him just going crazy. I think he's possessed. You, you know, they don't want to hear that and, you know, right. police work and stuff like that. So he breaks out of jail and he goes back to the house and the priest that was helping him goes in there. And that vibe, the way the house looked, it was raining and, of course, lightning and it's right off the lake and stuff. I was like, man, this is scary, man. This scared me. That, that I had I had trouble sleeping that night because she left and left me watching the, re- the rest of the movie. And I was like, man, I'm scared. Like, I don't know what to do. I stayed up all night that night. I, I was working at Oddmore at that point. She's I was mad scared. at you because you're yeah. making her watch Amityville yeah, too. I, and you're mad at her because she's leaving. She left. I, I paused too. it. And I'm like, well, I might as well just finish it. And at this point, 
I was already scared. I was hoping she spent the night. You know, I mean, usually I'm like, get the hell out, but not this night. Uh, like, you sure you don't want to stay? I'm scared. So I didn't want to admit. Amityville being kind of a bitch. I was. I didn't want to admit this, but I'll never forget it. I was terrified of Amityville, too. I don't know why. But So I learned this today before I came over. There's apparently like 27 Amityville movies. Really? really? There's a lot of like them. sequels, remakes, all that That includes the Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That sucked compared to this one. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't as bad. So I, I did watch that like a couple of months ago. Ago. I remember when I first saw it, I was like, yeah, this is not that good. But I want to watch it again, trying to give it more context, because he was going through like a whole sexy phase. Yeah. Like every fucking movie that he was in at that point, he kept taking his fucking shirt off. Right. I was like, all right, I'm getting tired of this shit. I'm getting tired of this shit, man. Ryan Reynolds, keep a shirt on. And he was still goofy. In he was that still one, goofy, yeah. but he, he can he really serious. act. Yeah, yeah. It was the, messing me up. Yeah. Like, damn, he's doing a really good acting job, yeah. man. So I need to give it a little bit more credit, because it was kind of like. It was kind of fucked up, like the scenes that he was doing. Like he was the whole scene where he was like chopping down the wood, yeah, making, the, making son the, hold the son it. hold it. I was there. like, hold on, that would probably scare the shit out of me right, if I was yeah. that kid. Like the context and, of like the fear that he was giving off, and that same thing happened to the boy. Kind of like uh, over time, took him over. He was just a normal kid, and it was like, hey, maybe you should kill your whole family. And that's when he does. He has a shotgun. And he just kills them uh. in their sleep. And then he's possessed at that point. I was just like, man, I'm, this is kind of like exorcist almost. Like, because the priest came back to help him, and he had to like do an exorcism on the kid. And it was that dude was scary. He was crawling on the walls and shit. Like, man, this well, is scary. The other interesting so. thing about that is the Amityville case is actually where Ed and Lorraine Warren, who are from the right, Conjuring, right, that's, yeah. that's the case that made them famous. Yeah, because oh. they talk about that in the second one. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's pretty dope. They start off in the Amityville. Yeah. That's when she starts seeing that that nun stuff. So yeah, yeah, So that 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 from nineteen eighty two, and I, that just I went on throughout the years. And at this point, I'm grown. I'm tough, <laughs> tough man McGee. At this point, thinking I could watch horror movies at one in the morning. Won't let no yeah. girl bully you into watching a movie yeah, you don't no, want to see the end. No of. man, I'll never do that again. I'll, especially with Amityville. Damn, this is a damn show. You should have at least got some. <laughs> I don't think I did. We were too scared. <laughs> Couldn't get <Right>. it up. <laughs> I was, and I was scared. When I'm scared, I'm into the movie now. So I'm like, man, I'm really into the movie. I'm not even thinking about her ass. I really want to watch it, but I'm scared. I couldn't believe that scared me. And it, it does feel 80s. It's 80s to a T, but it's just, ooh, that one got me. So that's my number four. I'll never forget the Amityville 2. That one got me. I wasn't even scared of Amityville 1, but number two, for some reason, got me. So I'm going to go with that. It was four. And my fourth ridiculous thing or something I think is funny in movies, um, they mourn too quickly. You ever see that they, like, move on? Like, their brother could die in the yeah, three you, scenes above, and then the yeah. fifth or sixth scene, they already moved on. Oh, you going to homecoming? Yeah, and then your brother just died, man. <laughs> the, the, fun- the funeral's the next day. Yeah. You get all your sad out of the funeral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It rained that day, right, so nobody right. can see you cry. You got just, it all out of your system. Oh, man, they just killed, they just killed Clint, man. I'm hurt. That was my brother, man. Next scene, they're trying to get some booty. You know what I mean? Like, I thought, thought your friend or your brother just died. And sometimes you try to fuck the pain away. Yeah, I guess so, man. So I always notice that they mourn. There's some movies where they mourn the entire movie, but in horror movies, they move on quick. Slasher horror movies. They well, a little on. tidbit they do is where they say, like, you know, like three months later. They actually yeah, try to fast forward a little bit. Sometimes they do. Sometimes. Because like some people just can't do a great acting job of, like, you know, trying right. to live with the pain that they're yeah. supposed to be feeling. It's like, hey, man, y'all want some breakfast? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, your, like your, your brother just died. Right. right? Y'all go with it. Yeah, your brother, your mom, your, somebody got killed in the family, and they just they done moved on immediately. You know what I mean? So, especially in horror movies like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street or uh, Jason, where it's just like a quick, it has to move quick. You know what I mean? So, I guess we give them 
months or whatever sometimes but it seemed like they just move on the next day they don't already moved on and they got to go to the dance and they're trying to get on with margaret and shit sigma male yeah, ryan yeah, said yeah. don't stop yeah I don't know. stop <laughs> they move on too quick for me in some of these horror movies it's not realistic like all right man somebody That's just fair. died and now they don't mourn they mourn them for like a couple minutes and then they go to the funeral and final destination and they back to hanging out again having a good time you know i mean i just noticed that so i thought that was something i found funny so for me, number four on my ridiculous part of the horror stuff here, they mourn too quickly in the, in the horror streets. Yeah. So, that is yeah. a, that is that's a really fair. good angle to take. Yeah. And you know, a, could be, I'll, I'll, I'll give Sean the credit for this one. A good movie where I think they actually visually gave like the traumatic experience of like dealing with the death. Hereditary. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. they really let you live with yeah. that scene from for what happened into the car all the way up until that morning mm-hmm. where the the mom came out and saw what happened. Right, that was a perfect depiction of what I think like that trauma actually looked like and feel like. That's what I felt like from the the little uh, boy's perspective and then the mom's perspective. It was like, mm-hmm. all right, that would fuck me up, oh, like absolutely. for real. Yeah. That's what it's, I ain't put that one on my list because that's not just horror. That's just like automatic traumatization. Yeah. And you can't really like live right for like a couple months. <laughs> So, yeah, because that movie really fucked me. Yeah, up, that was bad. Thank you yeah. for that, yeah. Sean. <laughs> Shit. I watched that damn movie. I couldn't watch that. Every dark spot in my house, I put a light on. <laughs> I was like, no, ain't nobody crawling on my fucking walls. Oh, around man. Here, man. All right, then I bl- that brings me to my number four for horror films. And don't judge me. Just let me explain myself in case y'all want to judge. <laughs> Paranormal Activity. That first one? Yes. Ooh, that first one. Happened. First one yes. worked. Yeah, yeah first that, one was nice. Yeah, that, it was very, it was right movie, right time. For, for sure. Exactly, that, exactly. That because it perfectly. plays off a fear that a lot of people have when you feel like something's going on in the house but you can't fucking prove it. Uh-huh. It kind of had like, the, it brought it brought forward that, um, uh, that experience that we all got from uh, Blair Witch, yep. like yeah, that yeah. the whole shaky cam, mm-hmm. like that, that lost footage cliche right, that right. they started doing for a while. This one was perfect because for the time that it came out, it played on a lot of people's fears on what they feel like, what happens. Like, every time you hear, like, a noise, you feel like something moved or you, like, something's going on in the house, you can't prove it. It is looking back at the security cam footage, which a lot of people have in their house right now. It plays off a perfect fear of people feeling something ominous going on in the house, and they can't fucking prove it until somebody goes back and look at that footage like, damn, there was like some paranormal activity shit going yeah. on in this house. Like this is really fucking creepy. Like I just thought that was like the perfect movie at the time that it came out. It was like it was modern and they still made it spooky as hell. It still scares the shit out of me. Granted, they got really fucking goofy. Like the Scream franchise, like it kept going on and on. They overstayed their welcome. Yeah. Once uh, Marlon Wayans got a hold of it, he just tore it to pieces. I ain't gonna lie, his first one, A Haunted yeah. House, it was funny. Yeah, it, it was, was funny. Yeah. The second one was kind of like Iron Man. Don't do that again. That first paranormal activity, it made you believe that was real. It felt like, yeah. okay, this could be real. Like, maybe they got real footage here. And then they just kind of went on with the second and third one and just kept doing the same thing. It's like, all right, this sucks now. But on oh, as that, a perfect horror movie formula, you don't need any budget for that. Yeah. 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 It's like the same way we felt about Blair Witch. Like, yep. as long as you have, like, a really good concept and you execute it perfectly – you have a great product to put out to people. You don't need all the glitz and glamour, so to speak, of like making like a horror film because you know they have all the money in the world. They still can't make a good nightmare For on sure. Elm since the second one, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah. which is a damn shame. They even switched Freddy's. They tried a different Freddy. And he that sucked. was 
absolutely That's one terrible. of the worst yeah. Freddy movies I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Man, I've seen some terrible shit. I've seen Freddy vs. Jason, damn it. It was still fucking terrible. Man, some, people like, some people like that. Don't you like that, Clint? Yeah. That, it, uh, of the two franchises, that's my favorite one. So maybe the first <laughs> first nightmare is pretty good. Yeah, but. I guess because like we said, we, we know what they were trying to be. They were aware of themselves. They knew it was going to be goofy. You know, it wasn't trying to be super scary or anything. Got Rey Mysterio in there playing Freddy Krueger for part of it. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. In the, in the scene where Freddy and Jason are actually fighting in the, I think it's in the dream world when Freddy's like jumping around and kicking mm. his ass. It's like, that's Rey Mysterio. <laughs> Damn, that makes a lot more sense. I know, because I know Freddy wasn't doing all that shit. Oh, yeah, Robert Englund was already like in his 60s at that yeah, point. I think, yeah. So. Well, it's kind of like how you have Liam Nielsen. Like, you get a good stuntman to jump yeah, in there. Like, you yeah. throw like four or five punches and he's winded. Mm-hmm. You got to get the stunt double in there. Like, all right, you got this from here. <laughs> that paranormal TV, that first one, I remember seeing that. That was kind of along the lines of uh, some, something we never seen at that point, you know. So that was that was a real big deal. That was the only movie any, anybody was talking about for oh, a while yeah. there, too. Yeah, it, like, it took the baton that, you know, the Blair Witch had, and it mm-hmm. ran with it. And it ran laps around people for a while. I was like, all right, man, they came man. out with something original. This is fucking man. perfect. Like, we can't really compete with this. And it was like around the time where they was really trying to make like a good scary movie. And this mm-hmm. one stood out to me as like that movie that really stood the test of time. Even to this day, it still freaks me the fuck out watching that because I feel like that like that in my house. I'm one of those people. All right, y'all can call me a bitch. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I go downstairs. I turn on all the fucking lights. <laughs> all the fucking lights on the first floor is on. I don't give a fuck about my electric bill at this point. I need to see everywhere that I'm looking into. I don't want to look around a corner because I feel like. My wife knows this fear that I have it, and she like tries to scare me every once in a while. Right, yeah. Like, cause every once in a while I'll be watching, I'll be y'all ever be walking in a, like a, a spot <laughs> in your house, and you see like something like in the shape of a person, and kind of uh, you kind of stand still, like like who down there? Hayden, <laughs> Sam, like where y'all at? Everybody announce yourself in the house. <laughs> like I'm one of those people. Like I, I get scared really quickly. We got fucking nightlights in my house. I'm not gonna lie to you. I know I got those glade plugins. They got yeah. the light on it. Man, yeah. I, yeah, I'll yeah. be lighting up my house, man, like it's a driveway. I'm, like, I'm no, not I need scared to know of it. I guess I feel like if it's going to get me, it's going to get me. Now, unless I watch something horrible. <laughs> you just have no fear like I, of dying at this point. I, I do, but I just feel like, man, if they're going to get me, it's going to get me. There's nothing I can do. I walk around, and now something would jump out would scare me. But all I got in my, my living room is a, uh, is a charger station that's got a light <laughs> on it. You know what I mean? So at this point, I'm just not. I'm just so used to getting up, use the bathroom, go right back to bed. I just don't look any extra places. If I die, you know, I die. I, that's the thing. I'm, I'm still scared, but I don't look for nothing. I'm, I'm happy. Half asleep, so I'm like, fuck it, if you get me, he's gonna have to get me. I'm going back under the covers, you know. So, but I, I can understand that. No, Some people I am are, not like, I'm I got a bathroom in my bedroom, just connected there. I lock my door. <laughs> I'm not going out into the world till morning. Yeah, I, no, I, I literally have weapons in every every room in my house. Just oh, really? in case some shit goes on. I got like a pocket knife in this drawer, I got like a switchblade in this one. I know where my baseball bat is. I have weapons. I ain't gonna die. I ain't gonna be on the news for the wrong thing. I'm like, I'm gonna go down fighting. If somebody come in my house, they gonna have a fight. Yeah. Like if Freddie, like Jason, come get me. You know that's just God's plan. But right. you know, intruder, no, no, we we gonna have to, we gonna have to scrap, man. You gonna have to earn this death. So Freddie's gonna get you in your dreams, so you ain't gonna be able to do anything. You no. know, so that's that's a scary thing. So yeah. now let's get to my number four as far as the most ridiculous things in horror films. And I'm willing to bet that you guys probably seen this time and time again. And that is the useless adult that doesn't believe the kids. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That 
yeah. is far more prevalent in horror films than I ever seen. When I keep looking back at it, when the kid's like, oh, "Dad, like, like such and such, like just got taken," like, "What? What are you talking about? That, like, what? You, that can't happen. Like, no, nobody just goes shooting up in the air. Like, it's always something like that where they you tell, never like, had a friend, Billy. Yeah, like, <laughs> like Billy, who's Billy? Yeah, I know. Like, oh, well, you gotta come with me. Like, no. It didn't happen. Like you're just you're just making up stuff, trying to get it. T- like it's always that. How adult. bad is that kid that the parent just immediately was like, "You're just lying." Right. They have oh. no trust. Kid in is no clearly favorite. terrified, but yes. like, fuck you know him. what? Like, Macaulay Culkin did that. The good son. Oh yeah. Like he, yeah. he he made like that that whole like you know cry wolf thing like come to life. It's like oh man, like you have like that one like conniving ass kid. And mm. but yeah, as soon as I see that in a movie, for some reason, it immediately turns me off. I hate that. It's such like an overdone cliche of like they come and tell you something like they want you to come believe them, but you just like no, that ain't, that ain't what happened. It makes you feel like kind of what happens with like uh, what did Ryan say or the, you Ryan said like what happens with like the the innocent bystander like the dad always gets it even though the mom is doing like some fucked up shit. Yeah, the, kids doing yeah, fucked up yeah. shit. the dad is always like the first victim of yeah, like somebody that gets killed innocently he, for some reason. Just, he, he didn't sign up for none of this. He's just there. You know what I mean? And and he once gets again, it. I think about hereditary. hereditary. Like, he, he, he didn't do nothing wrong. Just he just wanted a, his family to be together. Next thing you know, he's on fire. Dad. Next thing you know, he's on fire for just being a good dad, trying to help his kids and save his wife from total death here. But yeah, I believe, I see what you're saying because a lot of times kids... Their imagination takes over to, to adults. So they're like, oh, you're just making up. You probably saw something. I feel like so, they did that in Child's Play. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah like, how could you tell like, somebody a doll was cursing you out in the middle of the night? You know what I mean? Trying to tie you to. That's another thing I saw. I was scared of because I thought my doll was going to tie me up to my bed and put a sock in my mouth because of Child's Play too. <laughs> and so I was scared of that, too. So how could you tell your mom and dad that your My Buddy doll has a knife and he hides it? You know what I mean? So, of course, they're not going to believe that, you know? So... Yeah, that, that that's what makes me like a good parent and a sucky parent that I always believe my kids. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> just hit me. Hated. What the fuck you hit him for? Yeah. I didn't hit him. Like, you lied to me? Like, I'm trying to believe you, son. Right. Come on, I've seen too many scary movies. I got to believe you. I can't just brush this off next thing you know I'm dead in the bed. I don't want to be that innocent dad that dies. Like, I want to believe you. I'm on your side at all, all times, son. <laughs> Yeah, but that, that's just like a cliche that it, it kills me after a while. I think if you guys see like more and more scary movies, like they do that a lot, yeah, a whole lot. I'm surprised that people haven't thought to themselves like, "Hey, can we do this again? Are people really gonna buy into this shit?" Like, cause we so damn stupid. Like, just watching scary movies, they do it over and over again. They just keep like reliving itself over again. It's like, like just believe the kid when they tell you something ridiculous. Just take it for what it is. And just take a chance and say, "Hey, maybe he's telling the truth. Let's go investigate." Well, not in the dark. That's another cliche. Don't investigate in the dark. <laughs> or, or maybe the parents just like, man, that sounds scary as fuck. We're moving. Right. Like, yeah, like, I'll be like Marlon Wayans. I'm, I'm leaving a house. Like, everything's <laughs> staying in the house. I'll get a new TV. I'll, I'll be all right. Yeah. Like, we got to get the hell up out of here if there's yeah. like ghosts. And if stuff. your son or daughter is talking about imaginary friends that used to live here and shit, it's time to get the fuck uh, out of right, here. You know? right. Like, that's not waiting. Find out that it's, you know, going to kill the whole family, you know, so. Oh, yeah, that'll take you out, man. Just, yeah. like, like, just believe your kids is the, the story for this one. Just believe your kids. Believe anybody that tells you something ridiculous. Just take it for what it is and try to live. Yeah, definitely. Well, That's a good one. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right, number three. What you got for us? Number three. Uh, okay. I'm going to do a Sam Neill triple f- double feature here for the next two. Um, for number three, though, is Event Horizon. Oh, well, Lord's Fishburne. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a haunted house in space, essentially, but like... I know, you were just talking about space, but that was actually a good one that I didn't think about. It starts yeah. in space, yeah. so it's okay. 
but like it delves into like a lot of the like how do we go faster than light? Well, we go through hell. It's like that's it's a Warhammer 40k thing. It's Event Horizon. It's just it's kind of the natural progression of like well, if you want to make magic and science meet up, then like that's the way to do it. Mm-hmm. And like it's a yeah. it's a slow burn kind of movie, kind of, but also like. Once the shit hits the fan, it is fucking gone. Like, like the practical effects for the makeup and stuff was really good. And I feel like that also kind of gives you like the Reavers and Firefly, the, a lot of the stuff in like the Riddick movies yeah, kind of start there. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I love that movie. I haven't seen that in a while, but I remember it being really creepy. Yeah. Yes, like anything with Sam Neill in it, super underrated actor, uh, best known for Jurassic Park, obviously, but mm. like he's done. Like, he's kind of an unsung hero of the horror genre in general. Sam Neill's the main character, like, the, the dude in Jurassic Park it's with him the and, hat. Uh, yeah. Lawrence yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, he's, yeah. like, the scientist, and then Lawrence Fisher, so he's, like, the captain of, like, that uh, the space crew mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, that movie actually played pretty well. Even to this day, I, th- I still think it plays out pretty well for me. Yeah, it was a, it was a commercial bomb because it just got really bad reviews because I think it was, like, originally, like, they kind of mashed two movies together to make it, but... Like, with the gift of hindsight and, like, seeing what it is now, it's like, oh, no, this is just people weren't ready for it, I guess. Yeah, I remember that. I haven't seen it in a while. I'm going to check that out and see where I can find that. It's only a matter of time before they try to remake it. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Go back and watch the original before the the new one comes out, and you'll you'll be happy. Yeah, there was a spiritual sequel to it, uh, Pandorum, came out. I I was was It's not as good. Like, it's a... Pandorum? Yeah, it's another haunted spaceship movie. Hmm. Like this time, it's it's almost like somebody found the event horizon later when there was still stuff like kind of sneaking around. But it's not as good. But if you want to do like a double feature kind of thing, it's pretty cool. Just okay. like watch both back to back. All right, and we just been blessed with the presence of our uh, other co-host Brian. <laughs> Fresh up from the fucking barber's chair. All right, yeah. Getting all twisted up. Yeah, yeah. See, the only man that I keep saying that gets his hair done but always leaves in his do-rag. Uh, okay. Like, he, he never likes to show anybody his hair, even uh, though it always gets done. Like, you like the black woman at, with, at Walmart with a bonnet on. <laughs> like, take the shit off. Like, you, you paid a lot of money to get your hair done. Like, it's, it's hard to keep up. But, yes, I got a professional meeting with my bosses and coworkers. Had to get the professional look, so All right. I'm taking yeah. the do rag off yeah. for you guys. Professional cornrows. Yeah. I ain't never heard that before <laughs> in my life. <laughs> yeah. Cool, yeah. man. So, sorry, sorry for anything, guys. Yeah. Oh no, we, we're gonna get you. We're gonna get you caught up. We're gonna get you caught up. Well, you still got your I number got my, three my for ridiculous. ridiculous thing. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, kind of speaking on the like magic versus science thing. It's like it's always scientists are finding some way to like hack into some hell dimension. With like yeah. the the, <laughs> no, the yeah. whirling like space uh, sky laser thing, like <laughs> <laughs> that's a cliche. Yeah, it is. That we talk hates. we talk about that. The here. laser, the, the beam, the, the, the little sky. light that goes straight. That's up. my yeah. biggest pet peeve. Actually, the fifth yeah. Yeah. for sure. It, it, I'm t- that's one of the worst story tropes you can have. That, that's how you know it's something sciency and also magicy going on. Is just some. Like, what's this machine do? It makes a big ass light. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's that is that is for sure. We just talked about was it Ghostbusters? The last Ghostbusters had that or Ghostbusters. something. Like Ghostbusters yeah. had that. Suicide you know Squad had that. Avengers like, had that. Yeah, the first it, one did. Yeah, yeah. Ninja Turtles remake. The the Michael Bay produced with uh, Megan Fox in it. Yeah, Big Bean. 
<laughs> well, to be fair, Godzilla did that too. Yeah, he did. Yeah, shoot that whole like whole nuclear reactor beam out of his fucking mouth up the well, sky. That, that's different because that's Godzilla asserting his dominance. True, but that's, he still did the beam. In yeah, the, the, the climax of the movie isn't. Well, there's a big beam going on. It was so just him know, showing off. Yeah, he, he didn't yeah, need yeah, to true, do all that. Yeah, true. Yeah. That's just yeah, running up the score. Well, you know, you blow him out. Be, be, that, that, was that, that was that Rocky fist in the air yeah. thing. <laughs> Good point there. Yeah, he didn't need to do all that. Yeah, so. Independence Day. Independence Day, yep. Well, that's a beam down, but it, sure it enough, it, it was a fucking beam. It blew up the White House. Uh, or it blew up the building downtown, yeah. yeah. That Transformers movie there in Chicago. Um, uh, what's the one yeah, that had yeah. uh, the guy on the, the dark side of the moon, the dark of the moon? Yeah, one. yeah. Sure enough, their device shot a big beam at the sky. That was actually my favorite Transformers. It's the second Which best one, one besides one, the original. The Dark Side of the Room was my favorite one. I felt like they got serious, and Sam with Wiki wasn't like that goofy ass fucking. It's like they really try to get serious and try to make it not so cartoony. The first one is still solid, but that third one, I'm like, it's all right, the fine. The one where they downtown and they. Which one is that one? I don't remember. I the third one? That's it's, the third one, right? It's third, they, they, they had, had like the, that big ass, like a uh, centipede. Oh, like, sound wave or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shockwave. 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 That's his name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They stole the yeah. Inception music every time Shockwave came on there. <laughs> boom. Like, come on, man. It's getting out of hand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was dope. I, 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 it was great. Yeah. I'm glad I saw it in the theater. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was very entertaining. Very entertaining. Okay. Sean, it's okay. on you. Number three, what you got? All right, number three, and you guys are not going to like this one. And I had and to put it in. Why tell us? You're not going to like this one because this one is the one I recommended to you guys. Hereditary. I had to put it in there. Oh, As, it, it just made so much of an impact on my life. I'm surprised it's whoa, whoa. low. I thought it would have been like number two or number one. No. So th- this is your third favorite horror yeah, movie yeah, of all time. Yeah. And that's okay. a solid pick because that movie it creeps me the fuck creeps out. Me out. Creeps okay. me out. Creeps me out. It made a, such an impact. And I, I think it, it made an impact on all of it. I don't know if you've seen it yet. Clint, I, I, like that one and like all that guy's. I've heard a lot of good things about it. It's just uh, I've never gotten around to watch because like he did uh, he did Midsummer too, right? Yeah, he did Midsummer. Yeah. Yep, that, that was weird. That was not like Hereditary. Hereditary was weird too. Well, but, like it's it's auteur cinema, so yeah. it's, it's something that I know that I like when I get to it, and hmm. I kind of have time now. But I just the last check couple months, the last couple months, I've been trying to on Hulu. check through everything. Don't watch that movie by Don't yourself, watch, man. It's, if it's, I can it's, recommend anything, it's, it's got some scenes that you will never forget. I'll say that. Okay. Damn and, right. Uh, I, know, I know about old girl getting uh, hit in the face with a sign. I know about that. Okay, part. okay. Oh, well, okay, I'm well, so, that's a shame you know that. No, it's the end that really got me over yeah. the top. I was like, oh, fuck. I can't Reddit, believe Sean made me watch this. I, 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 didn't, I, I didn't take it for anything. I just thought, like, maybe it'd be all right. I'll watch it one night. And I was like, yeah. I actually went to the theater, as a matter of fact, and watched it. And it, I went by myself. I was in the, in the mood where I would just go by myself, wear yeah. a dark hoodie, and sit in the bottom, eat popcorn. Nobody knows it's me. Not creepy at all. Then watch wear, your, <laughs> wear your black forces. Yeah. Or you know, <laughs> at least take the hoodie oh, off. Right. No, I wear you. Look like Pee Wee Herman and the Purge. All you see is my beard sticking out. That's all you see. And popcorn falling all over the place. That's what you would see. But I had heard it was on the exorcist level well, it wasn't compared to exorcist but it was on that level like i gotta see this me being a horror horror fan here and i watched like man this creeped me out and it was so much think pieces to it too like what the, what does that mean you know so i i, I really enjoyed hereditary it was dark it was i, ominous I, I have heard like is like i said I've, i know a bit about it like mm-hmm. i've heard like the cult that's in it yeah like if you look in the background you'll see those people just yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah 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 that's another thing you have to adjust your eyes because because they, they were tricks they were on hang, you, yeah. They were yeah. hanging out at like the playground mm-hmm. and shit like that and at the be, school. I was like, "What the fuck are they doing out yeah, here?" Yeah, even if, even in just normal scenes, you'd be like, "Man, is that somebody standing back there?" Oh shit! And when stuff really started to break down and really start to kick off for Hereditary, um, as far as um, the main plot, you, it's just 
stuff on the wall, people in scenes. I mean, in the background, like I said, it was just super creepy. It was dark and that cult there everywhere, yeah. butt naked and shit, doing stuff. So uh, give that one a try. Hereditary scared the shit out of me, and I think Brilliant it scared Tommy movie. and Ryan also. So and it's, it's got it me a, out, but it's damn good. It's one of the best so horror movies ever made. Yeah, it's a lot of think pieces too. Right you on, really need right to on. think about what they're doing, and I had to watch it a couple times to kind of get a gist of it. Other than just seeing it at the theater, not just that scene that you're talking about with the head thing. Yeah. I, it was a guy in the theater was just like, oh, he just screamed, like made a noise, like, oh my God. Because it, it was so sudden. Yeah, it, it was very sudden. Even though you told me, like, you alluded to it, like, kind of like you ruined Candyman. It's like you alluded, <laughs> you alluded to, like, what was going to happen. Even yeah. though I knew what was going to happen, it still shocked the shit out of me. Like, that dude was shocked in the movie. It shocked the shit out of me. And yeah. I was, like, froze. And I watched the movie at night, which is probably like the dumbest thing I probably could have done. And I also say, watch this with a, a good TV that can really catch like a, like the, the pitch, yeah, like the pitch black yeah. spots in it. Like there's some stuff in there that's gonna like fucking creep you out. Yeah, yeah, there was some lady floating in the background on a particular scene. That's the only thing. It was just yeah. too much. But at, for me. I was already at the edge of my seat. Like, what else is gonna happen in this damn movie? And Tony Collette's acting too. She did a hell of a job. I don't know how she didn't win any awards. I think she might have, but. Her acting was so just... The she, award shows are always kind of biased against horror movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big yeah, time. Yeah, and she, she really nailed it, up. though. She nailed that that, that uh, particular portrayal. She nailed it. She make you believe that she's really going through all that. And uh, like I said, we were just talking about the dad. The dad, uh, I can't remember, but he's from the... Uh, I can't remember Gabriel something. I can't remember his last. I know who thing. you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, he, he didn't sign up for this. He was just a good dad, and he didn't know... That's another thing. I'll say the whole about. family were good people. Yeah, they were good people. They just didn't know the background of Tony Collette. She had a deeper background right that she wasn't even quite aware of. And so it was because it, of the mom. Was it like her mom, mom who had just passed yeah. or something like that? They yeah. worship this deity. It's dope. It's dope. Check that out. So that's my number three. I had to put it up there because I was like, man, hereditary has got to be in my top five. So. Oh, man. And then my number three ridiculous thing in horror streets here. Is stop. I, I've talked about this before, but stop chasing the pets when they run away off into the dark <laughs> woods. They always, Sparky, where you going? No, I'll be right back. We're going to go get that, him. And that then, dog is better yeah, equipped to handle this than I am. That dog knows there's a 30-foot spider out there in the woods, and you chasing him out there, and the dog gets you eight, and then he's just a homeless dog out there running around. He's cool. Like, just, what? just make sure. That's, you, that's <laughs> one I have to fight against because I am a passionate, deep, dog lover if my dog went off i need to go get my fuck these kids i'm gonna go get my dog (laughs) here's your solution to that get like one of the big tough breeds get like a pit bull or rottweiler or something if it goes off on its own it can take care of itself you can just wait till morning and they have a a, a different sense that we don't have they have that extra sense that they they sense something already so you're already acting funny well they can they can hear better they can kind of see in the dark better and smell better like if he's hiding under the house and won't come up, it's something if, if, creepy if, if going the dog, on. Yeah. If the dog can't handle that on its own, I'm yeah. not going to be able to help. Right. And the dog <laughs> lure you to your own death. You go down under the house trying to reach your hand in there and grab Sparky, and yeah. the, the big ass alligator bites your damn arm yeah. off. You know? <laughs> you now, know that I mean? being said, <laughs> the dog probably doesn't make it towards the end. Yeah. They always eliminate the threat. If they feel like they're. Their dog is gonna like uh, help them. Yeah, like, yeah. Then, like the dog always like next thing he goes down the woods here. Yeah, yeah. Like the conjuring, <laughs> the dog wouldn't even go in the house. They're like, come on, Sadie. 
She just looking at her. Oh, it was a creepy scene. Yeah, like, she didn't that scene. happen in like a, it's kind of like a John Wick style. Like you kill the dog, bad things happen to you. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Who's yeah, the one sure. to, with the blind dude? Um, uh, don't breathe. Don't breathe. Yeah, yeah, they killed yeah. the dog in the beginning. Like he turned into John Wick. He's yeah. like, I'm, I'm getting these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, yeah. I, that that was pretty dope. I forgot about the John, don't breathe. But yeah, they always chasing the pets. When the pets are like obviously trying to get away from something, yeah, or, or the pets the, on the take, yeah, yeah, and the pets <laughs> are, are are important. We all love our pets, but I'm not going to risk my life because the dog is going to outrun whatever the hell's going on and come back eventually. If he's your dog, he'll come back maybe, you know. So but, I always notice that they always risk their life when a monster's after him or a killer to save the dog. And but to take it further, you yeah. see what they did with Pet Cemetery. Yeah, they went. Yeah. They like fuck that. He might be dead, but we bringing him back. And then he came back as a fucking Cujo, and you know, what I mean, <laughs> you know, and start terrorizing everything. The cat. Yes. It was the cat, and then the cat came back with a one kid, eye falling out. The cat can die, man. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I'm with you on that, Tommy. Yeah. But if a dog die, that's just like. Yeah. No, no, no. This is bad karma. Oh, right man, now. you're not gonna catch a cat either. If a cat doesn't want to be found, you. Oh yeah, can't touch cat. Nothing. Yeah, the cat yeah. don't do listen to shit. All what they want yeah. all the time. The cat don't give a damn about a command at like, all. <laughs> you're lucky that, that I'm in your house. Right, actually. right. I'll yeah. piss on this little box. <laughs> yeah. and then, dogs come back. Cats really. Yeah, dumb. dogs are sellouts. They, you know, they here for the man, but. Cats don't give a goddamn about your your emotional feelings and that. They just look at you like better be some water and food in this bitch. Yeah, that's all we know. You know, damn about you know, getting beat up and depression and all that stuff. So no, I got three cats in my house. Whoa! If two of them die, I'll, I'll be alright. <laughs> I ain't gonna take a day off from work or anything yes. like that. But the one cat died, and that's the one cat that goes. He's like the community cat. Like he goes out the house and then he goes oh, in the okay. house. Like he 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 wanders a lot. He comes back like. Gaining weight, you know he got some protein out there. <laughs> if he dies, I'm like, all right, man, that's just it. We got to bury him properly, man. We gonna mourn for a few days. That's that's a cat that means get a 21 the most gun to me. salute. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I'm gonna give him a tombstone in the backyard, man. We gonna honor his birthday every year. Like, yeah, we gonna have one. a cat every once in a while is worth the the trouble. Like, no, we got to go find Max. Max can actually, you know, do his job and hunt for food when we get oh, hungry. Yeah. <laughs> Max going to bring back a rabbit and a raccoon if like a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> like, yeah, Max got to live. Everybody else, they can die. Yeah, yeah. Damn. So, yeah, that was number three for me uh, as far as ridiculous things I see in these movie streets, the right. horror movie streets. What you got? Well, let's, what do right. you want to pick up you know, there, Ryan? You know, let me finish my number three and then, okay. Ryan, we're going to get you caught up and All then right. you'll go, you know, I appreciate that. I, I want to get caught up with you guys. Okay. Yes. All right. Now, number Three for me is another one that I feel like came out at a perfect time, and I think that one was Scream. Yep, Scream, okay. Scream, the first one. The second one was cool, but the first one, what Res Quaven did with that, like bringing his horror, his brand of horror to a whole new generation that fully appreciates his work. Well, he kind of kind of saved the horror genre in he a lot of ways. Too. Really did. You can absolutely make that argument. Yeah. Absolutely. And the opening that he had on the screen is. Still, I think one of the top five openings yep. of any movie mm-hmm. ever. It completely threw me off because once you see like a big name like Drew, Drew Barrymore, Barrymore get it? You, yeah. like this is a white woman, you're going to make it to at least the third act. And she's Her a face is on the poster. She was the biggest name in the movie. Absolutely. Yeah. I was like, there's no way that she ain't going to make it towards the end. Like, so what is she doing in this opening scene and everything? And then you see that and see her gets fucking slashed in like the first ten minutes. I was like. Oh shit! I have no idea what I walked into. I have no idea what's gonna happen mm-hmm. in this movie. As soon as you kill Henry Winkler, it's like, oh man, all bets are <laughs> off. Everybody gonna die. Yeah. Like they won't let the Fonz live. Like, oh man, they killed the Fonz. Killed the Fonz, man. That's gotta be bad karma, man. Wes Craven, damn it, man. It's like, why you do that to me? But watching that movie, it 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 makes you really reevaluate 
trust on who you can pick to trust in a whole mm-hmm. in a horror film. Like you can't trust the boyfriend, the best friend. Like everybody was a fucking suspect, man. They really were playing like knives out before it really came out. They yeah. literally had you looking at everybody, and ever since then, people have been trying to play off that. Like, who's going to be the killer in this one? Like, could it be this? Because I remember that was, like, the whole promo for, like, the second one. They had, like, a fucking lineup of people. And it was like, who is the killer in this one? They for had, sure. like, a whole bunch yeah. of people lined up. Real I was like, talk. that's brilliant. That was absolutely brilliant. So that first one, brah fucking though. That movie was amazing. And it did scare the shit out of me. They, they played off the whole jump scare thing. You know how they try to play in, like, the camera angles? Like, oh, he's behind the door. Yeah. They was, like, doing that, like, with the Henry Winkler scene. That's the one that really stands out in my mind. Like, he was looking behind the door. He was looking everywhere else. Next thing you know, he comes out of a spot that you didn't even fucking think of. And bam, you're dead. Like, slashed up. That movie just came out at the right time. Like, it was a great time to be a teenager in that time it to was, watch that, that movie. To go there with your friends. Ryan, like you said, he was ahead of the curve on that one. White women love seeing horror films with their uh, with their group of friends. <laughs> That's just a thing because I saw that during Candy uh, uh, Candyman. Like, they really go in droves to go watch scary movies and be scared with their friends. So, it's just like a wonderful thing right there. When Screen came out, that's just this is a stamp in time that just stays in my mind. It's like, it's, it's a wonderful memory to have, like watching Scream for the first time at Holiday 6. Damn, that was a good time that watching was, that damn movie. That was a great fucking time. Yeah. Now, number three, for ridiculous things in horror films, this one, it kind of goes into the whole dropping the keys thing. The car not starting. Oh, yeah. Ooh, man. Ooh, that, that has to be top three. That has to be. Yeah. This one, I feel like this is where writers just get like lazy as fuck. And they won't write in something that makes sense. All of a sudden, like they have like this perfectly good car, this, this fucking Nissan, which is built to last to go over at least 250,000 miles without a fucking oil change down <laughs> there. All of a sudden, brand this car, new battery yeah, in it. Yeah. New battery, headlights worked, and never a headlight out, man. It just, starts up like a, like a fucking. You've charm. seen him drive to every scene yeah, in the movie. Yeah, just drove from New York to California the, a couple scenes before. Now it doesn't start. Man. I'm about to say, all the fours that won't start in the winter, this is the one that starts <laughs> nonstop no matter what the weather is. Like uh, like two ounces of gas in it, it'll still get you like another fifty miles. Right. This is a reliable car. Now all of a sudden, like as soon as a killer is chasing you, you're in the car. You hold on to the keys. All of a sudden, this bitch need a tune up. Mm. Now all of a sudden, this fucking car don't want to start. That is a horrible cliche in movies. A car that won't start. All of a sudden, you hear, come on, come on. You know, broke through the windows. You dead as fuck. It's like, come on, man. I hate that one. I hate that one. That's why I'm always on the the fence of leave the car running. Leave the fucking car running. You never know what's going to happen when you get back into that car and all of a sudden you just go, it's like, it's like, man, just give up on life. You're right. Dead, and they bro. never have the push start ones anymore. They, all got, they always got the old school with the crank over and it shit. Is, it's man. always like yeah. a 19-year-old oh, diesel right. lonely. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, this car always gives me trouble. Like, and why'd then, you stop it? And then when they started, the tires is... They start spinning out and, you know, stalling out. Like, man, come on. Michael Myers already broke through the window, snatched two people out. Like, come on, man. That is, that's definitely, that's a that's a perfect one right there. God, I, I hate that one. It's so overplayed. I, it was just made during a time where they have, like, one of the most 
unreliable sets of cars ever to walk yeah. <laughs> like to run this planet it's like they had old yeah. like 72 yeah. buicks right man you got to press the gas man you got to get a push start in there man like oh you got to get some like, get with it, jumper you cables gotta, you got to start you got to push it and then then it'll start and you got to jump <laughs> yeah. in and then then they try to run them over and they sort of seen of them just standing there and they just move out the way right when the car comes like god damn it now they couldn't start it now they try to run them over and they sometimes they do get them but most of the time they move out the way because they've been taking 45 minutes to you start. You get them, the they're going to get caught up in your yeah, undercarriage. Yeah. They're going to get tied around the wheels. It's not yeah. going to work anymore. Michael Myers cuts your gas tank open as you, or Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It was one where they got away, and she looking this way, and fucking Letterface grabs her out the damn window. Yeah, that, that like, Netflix movie. Like, you, yeah, yeah. They like, got into that fucking self-driving yeah, car. Yeah. And even I was thinking at that moment, like, yeah. that car's going way too slow. Speed up. Like, get the fuck out they of this They were town. driving out that town very slow. They're having a good conversation, talking about life. They're Everybody just got killed. Get the hell out of here. Now, to be fair, you could be the smart one to think to run them over and keep doing it. But what happened in Jeepers Creepers? He ran over the fucking car. And they yeah, tried again. Yeah. And they tried again. It, it was it was a good one. It was like, we got to really like do, do the double tap. We got to kill this guy. We got to run him over two, 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 three times. Well, he was still limping around because he was not of this world, of course. Of course, they came back to screw him over because, you know, whatever you destroy on him, he's going to take from whoever. Yeah, he needs it, a but... new leg or arm or whatever. Yeah, that's a perfect one. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, yeah. The, the car not starting is so fucking terrible. <laughs> it kills a lot of 60s, 70s, 80s movies where they have like the unreliable cars. Of course, they're Fords. Their shit, like it is what it is. But good God Almighty, man, those uh, those cars should be a little bit more trustworthy in a pinch like that. They shouldn't have that that starter problem. But I'll, I'll, I'll release this over to to you, Ryan, to get you caught up. We're on number three, so we're going to give you from five to three right now to get caught up on your list. So okay, I appreciate that. Um, I'll run through mine real quick, and then I'm very interested to hear what you guys talked about before I got here. Uh, thank you for letting me jump in late. Uh, sorry about life kicking my butt. Uh, very important matters to handle, but yeah, happy to be here, and I definitely am very interested to hear what you guys ran through five through three before I got oh, here. Oh, I can just I can recap mine now that I'm thinking about it right now. My my number five was uh, Dawn of the Dead. Number four, the original or the remake? The remake with Ving Rhames were there in the ball. Ooh, that was the, probably the best zombie movie ever made. Actually, that's what I keep saying. And arguably. Zack Snyder's best movie. I don't think it's an arguable. I think it's just a statement. I, well, a, <laughs> I am a, a really big. Guy. I am a really big three hundred guy. That's a classic one. But I, I can. Like I can understand. Three hundred's barely a movie, though. Yeah, You're oh, right. It's an experience. <laughs> yeah, 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 yes. <laughs> well said, Tommy. That is definitely an experience. That movie is awesome. All right. So my number five was Dawn of the Dead. Uh, number four was Paranormal Activity, and of course, number three was Scream for Me. Paranormal yeah. Activity. Activity cracked your top five? You got to hear my argument. It came out at a perfect time to mm. really play on our fears of like the modern time of what scary movies could be. Like the, it kind of, I'd say that it took the baton of like a, the lost footage thing, like the paranormal yeah. activity era, and it went to a Blair whole new Witch era of like the yeah. whole security cam yeah. of like playing on your fears of like hearing noises in the house, like the, you know, the dog going missing, like that, running after something, like people just, like the covers moving in the middle of the night, like. It play because this is a really big fear for me. It plays off my fear of what I think is going on in my house. Like, granted, I know my wife probably beats me in my sleep. That's a whole other thing. But I like to think that maybe some spirits can be in the house that you can't see. So it definitely plays off that fear, and it works for me perfectly to scare the shit out of me. And of course, I said my number three was Scream. So that's where I'm at with that. Yeah. So uh, number five, Marie was Chucky, Child's Play, the original. Scared the living daylights out of me because I was a kid watching a little little kid watching that. Okay. The original Amityville two. 
the possession. That was my that was number four for me, and of course, Hereditary was number three. So three, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was I did not think there would be any movies uh, on you guys' list. I haven't seen, but I have not seen Amityville two. I thought it was. I haven't seen scary. it either. Not Clint it, didn't like it, but it's. The only Amityville movie that's ever gotten like a positive reception was the first one. Yeah, that was, and yeah. everyone past that, people said like this is real impressively bad. I yeah, don't know, and that's another reason why I thought it wasn't going to be that bad. But I watched that by myself. Well, actually, with a girl I, t- I talked about, and and I, I ended up watching it by myself. So she left, and I was like, God damn, I'm scared. Like I was, I was a grown adult at this point, like scared as hell. Some might have been left in your drink to make you no, a little bit heightened sense or something at that point. I had to all turn off the light. It was snowing. And I was laying in bed like, I can't sleep. Nothing. This shit is scary, man. So, the environment you see something indefinitely yeah, factors yeah, in Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, yeah. So, what, what, did, Clint, what did you have? From- uh, number five, I had The House at the End of Time, which is a Spanish language film. It's- That's, yeah, two movies I've never seen. Yeah. I've, I've never heard of that one, actually. Yeah, House like, at the End of Time, yeah. Spanish language. Okay, yeah. all right. Uh, Number four was Frankenstein versus the Wolfman. Just it's, oh, it's, cool. not, it's not scary at all, but it's not, it's a fun, good time. A very good time. I have seen that actually. Yeah. Okay. And then number three was The Event Horizon. Classic. Yeah, yeah. Great. classic. Great. I love that. That yeah. movie is creepy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Sam Neill. Uh, whew, he was sick in that movie. Yeah. Good lord. <laughs> we were just talking about that before you rolled in here. So all right. So yeah, you, we'll let you go oh, from. Oh, do we want to give a rundown of our ridiculous ones too? Yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Well, I'll just give I'll just give mine real quick. Uh, number five was me the dropping of the keys when they're trying to get to the car <laughs> to the that house. Goes with the car, yeah. All right. Yeah. Number four was me was the useless adult that doesn't believe the kids. <laughs> That's a good one. Perfect. That's yeah. a good one. And number three, like I just said, the car not starting. Which is an overplayed one, but yeah, that's where I'm at so far with the ridiculousness that goes on in these horror films. So uh, number five for me was somebody always knows or reads Latin in a horror movie. (laughs) Somehow they got a friend that from you know lives down the street that can read Latin. At the university, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Number four for me was they mourn too quickly. Somebody dies in the opening scene. Now they're getting p not getting pinochle time in the next scene. (laughs) Just forgot about their brother. Friend, Freddie got my brother. Anyway, what you doing tonight? (laughs) Gonna hang out? Like goddamn, didn't your brother just get killed by Freddie? (laughs) So they mourn too quickly. And number three was stop chasing the pets when the pets. That's trying to give you a sign something's going on. Leave them the hell alone. So that was number four, uh, three for me. What you got? Nice, George, nice. Clint? Uh, number four for me, or number five for me was just anything. If it starts out on Earth and it goes into space, so you got your leprechauns in space. You got Hellraiser oh, in space. Yeah. yeah. Jason X in space. Yep. Jason X. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, number four, tying into what Sean was talking about, just everybody happens to know like an occultist or some kind of expert in like magic or <laughs> Like, all the witches I know have nose rings, and they don't really. Like, uh, and then the number number three, you came in here, uh, like, all the science that happens to overlap with some kind of magic thing. like Very good yeah, choice. Yeah, Very yeah, good so, choice. So it, it, yeah, you tapped into one of my biggest pet peeves that uh, take place not only in the horror genre, but just action movies yep. in period with the giant beam shooting into the sky. Yep. And that it's a cheap story telling trope that needs to be eliminated it's you, a good you, don't, one. You, you don't need to explain what's going on it's not obvious. all the time it's like... <laughs> not all the time absolutely yeah so good picks good picks yeah. uh, all right now time for you to get caught up what's your number five for and, uh, horror film and just do both your, your fifth and your your favorite and your ridiculous got at it the same time. um i'm gonna tommy's 
number three pick is my number five, and that is the original Scream. Yeah, really? that, that movie uh, yeah. redefined the horror genre yep. at a time when it was not thriving in the yep. '90s. Uh, that's a movie that was one of my best theater-going experiences. Watching the theater, uh, the jump scares worked, and just like Tommy hinted at, it had arguably the best opening of a horror movie or any movie genre. <laughs> That you can think of, you, you it was intense right from the get go, and the movie really didn't let up uh, until the movie ended. It was pretty much nonstop, and uh, it was a movie I watched multiple times in VHS and DVD, and uh, it was it was great. And I still uh, to this day I've never seen a screenwriter get the name recognition for any movie that Kevin Williams Williamson got for Scream. Because from after the point of Scream up until maybe the mid-2000s, there are at least 15 to 20 movies that came out. Said, from the writer of Scream, from the writer of Scream, yeah. Yeah. Kevin Williamson was like a brand name. Yeah. And that hardly ever happens for a screen, screenwriter in any movie. And, uh, yeah, the, the young cast, uh, you can even look at Scream as a parody of the horror genre just because of how self-aware it was. And it still worked. Uh out of all the movies on my list, I don't think I uh, was at the edge of my seat and laughing throughout the duration of the movie as I was for Scream. What the hell are you laughing at, man? I don't remember it being funny. That movie you got a was sense of humor. It's, inc- it's extremely clever. Extremely like, clever, and it is absolutely hilarious. Now, um, once Scary Movie got a hold of it, 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 that's another reason it lost a little bit for me because they made so it was so funny what they did. It was perfect. And now I kind of look at the mass and think, I don't think Scream, I think Scary Movie now. You know what I mean? Like they, True. They made, I don't was, know. That's like saying parody. like Spaceballs messed up Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. And to a certain extent, even uh, yeah, The Matrix perfect, has been yeah. parodied to death, which they even parodied in Scary yeah, yeah. Movie. Yeah. And uh, to, when movie is that popular and gets parodied, it can kind of take away the appreciation of how good it is. But you're not going to parody a a mediocre or bad movie. Yeah, you, you parody something because it's. Re- oh, yeah, that's a whole. It was a. It was a very big, big movie. Yeah, for sure. it was. Yeah. A, it was huge, yeah. and it's. Um, I mean, Top Gun Maverick, which came out this year, is at a whole different level. But it's a movie that has remained in the top ten. Didn't have the biggest opening of all time by any means, but it had good word of mouth, and people saw it multiple times and told their friends that you should go see it, and it stuck around. Scream. Open to maybe eight nine million dollars opening weekend. Really, it, it was not a huge opening. Maybe open at oh. maybe two or three. It ended up grossing over a hundred million dollars at the box office. That's how long it stayed in the top ten, and and just word of mouth kept it going. And uh, like you mentioned about Scream, uh, Dewey was hilarious in that movie, and just uh, yeah. this is interaction that Rose McGowan, her interaction with him. When I, I wear the badge, you treat me like a man of respect. <laughs> I can't. T- that th- that theater was was cracking up. Jamie Kennedy, he hasn't had a better role since that yeah, movie. No. Um, yeah, but it wasn't fair. funny. It was just interesting to me. I don't remember laughing like that. I I, I could see. I, mean, I it's, was. It's not. Rolling. It's not a Mel Brooks movie. Exactly. It's not, it's not like, a com- yeah. exactly. But it's like it's just, it's sharp writing to the point where like you can be funny without. Making it just a joke fest. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah, when after after the Drew Barrymore scene, uh, Jamie Kennedy was his character was extremely suspicious 
of uh, I think his name is Matthew Lillard. We we've all seen Scream here, yeah, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So one of the killers, um, I think his only other movie was. He played Shaggy in like a Scooby Doo. Yeah. Matthew Lillard, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's he was, he's done a lot of like just genre work in general. He, like. he has. When you guys get a chance, rewatch that scene where they're all hanging out outside the school. That scene is utterly hilarious because, and um, I don't know if you guys caught on to this. And next time you guys watch it, I really think the two killers killed each other's ex girlfriends in that. So I really think uh, he even. Uh, Jamie Kingscar even said, "Hey, didn't you used to date that Drew Barrymore character?" You're right. He was yeah. like, uh, "Yeah, like, like, yeah, like five months ago," and I dumped her. He was, yeah. You could tell. I really think Nev Campbell's boyfriend killed her, and killed his current girlfriend at the end, Rose McGowan. I think they were killing each other's girlfriends. That was part of their ploy. Yeah. But absolute classic, hands down. Uh, I'm, I, I'm gonna skip the. Uh, I'm going to just give my top three, just for time's sake, of the uh, most ridiculous yeah. things in horror movies. Tommy already touched on that. Uh, that is the car that won't start up. <laughs> that was going to be my number one. Yeah. But, uh, yes, that is played out. We've seen it too many times. doesn't need to happen again. Uh, for my number four scariest movie, I'm going to go with 1982's The Thing. Directed. Yep. That's related to some stuff I'm going to talk about. Yeah, yeah. thing was dope. I wasn't. You, you were scared of that, or you just you just started horrified yeah. of that. Yeah. Now you can put that in the sci-fi genre mm-hmm. if you want, and the thriller genre. But above all, I really think it's a horror movie. Yeah, and, it was. Uh, yeah. That's one of those ones where the slow build pays off tremendously. It's one of the best remakes of all time, too. Was the remake? Good? I did like the remake. Yes. Well, no, no. Like the '82 the, one the, was a remake. The, the, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm with you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The fifties, black yeah, and white, the, the okay. thing from another world. Yeah, true. That, that's that's a good point you touched on because uh, sometimes a remake is absolutely worth it. Yeah, and uh, that was vastly superior than that fifties. Uh, yeah, easily. Crap, yeah. for sure. Ooh, Kurt Russell, uh, man, that was dope. Man. Absolutely, mm-hmm. extremely dope. And uh, if you ever need an argument of uh, why practical effects can be better than CGI, right there. That, yep. Yeah, the thing might have the best use of of makeup. And creature practical effects that you will see in it's, any movie. Yeah, I would say it's between that one and like an American Werewolf in London. We talked that, about that yeah, transformation that, scene. That, and that was awesome. the best transformation yeah, ever. Absolutely. I just remember the thing being gross to me. Like, man, the dog's getting peed on. They don't know I what mean, the hell's the th- going th- on. The thing is gross, yeah, but yeah. like, if like I watched that again like earlier this year, and like it, like. There's parts where it looks like a puppet, but like it's just so sudden. Like yeah. they don't linger on it. Like they they know how to shoot it brilliantly, yeah. and like it all. Like it's, it looks better than any kind of CGI from right. today. Uh, uh, it's forty like, years old. It looks better than anything. You never knew today. who the alien was. You'd be tied up with somebody and yeah. Yeah. Like, blah, 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 blah. oh yeah. shit, man! Get they me turned out into here. another yeah. murder yeah. mystery. Yeah. We yeah. have to like guess what's like who's yeah. it. Yep. So big time. That's, that's a good one. pick right that there. Is, that is a very good pick. Uh, yep, absolutely. And just the scene you're talking about, they were all tied up, and Kurt Russell was putting the blood samples to see who was the alien. Yep. That was one of the most intense scenes you can ever see. Oh man. John Carpenter, who directed that. He has a tremendous catalog of work, mm-hmm. but I I do think that is his best film, and that's saying a lot because he's got a lot of classic. This thing is John Carpenter, at least my favorite John Carpenter movie, and absolute classic. Uh, number three for me, uh, we are going back to the seventies, and that is the original Exorcist. For me. Okay, yep. 
Man. man, oh man. Can't even talk about that. That is, uh, that's out of the five movies uh, on my list, there's two of them that I, I refuse to watch when I'm home by myself. I nope. will always need somebody in there. Mm-mm. Exorcist is absolutely one of them. Above and Hereditary as far as don't damn, watch really? that by us. Oh my God. That movie is. If awesome. I could watch Hereditary by myself at night. You can watch The Exorcist. No, the hell, I did, I can't. but I regretted watching. I, I let my myself. uncle. I told you guys about what my experience is, but I, I just that religion stuff and something about that girl's face. I, just you telling about me made me get like whoop, that. Just make me feel funny. I do not. I can't watch The Exorcist. Love horror, but that one I can't touch. I can't touch that one. Yep. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah that, that movie absolutely deserves the classic status that it does. Yeah. Uh, and it's something that uh, you can catch more in repeated viewings. It's worth watching more than once because I've picked up on things. Uh, mm-hmm. Before she becomes uh, fully possessed, there's a brief scene where her mom's walking through the kitchen at night, and there's just a brief flash of a demon face. I've seen that movie yeah. probably three or four times. I didn't see that. I've never noticed it, but my fifth time watching it, lightning struck in this demon face. It was a split-second frame, Mm-mm. and it, it's just a slow build, and it is uh, it, it's terrifying to me. It's... Uh, it's great acting all around, especially from the young actress who gets possessed, and it is an absolute classic. And uh, no, one of the one of the, it deserves all the class that it does. That's a movie I can never watch by myself. She even said she had to go through therapy. Uh, what's her name? Linda? Not Linda. I can't remember her name. Ah, what is her name? Uh, the, the girl who played the exorcist. Uh, I can't. Ellen remember. Bernstein. No, that's the that's the mother. Ellen okay. Bernstein's the mother. Sorry. Um, it's something we if you say the first name i would know it uh it's i don't even want to look it up i'm that scared of the exorcist i don't even want to see the face linda blair linda, linda blair linda go. okay linda there blair she said she had a lot of trouble and she's in her 50s now or late 50s probably you know growing up she had to go to therapy when she finally seen the movie throughout this whole thing because she didn't get to see the entire movie she was just doing her parts she said she was fucked up. Like, it creeped her out, like, seeing that. So, uh, Damn, she looks pretty good for her. Yeah, she look bad. Yeah. I wouldn't trust her ass. She'd be like, hey, she got all that all taken care of. That priest jumps out the window. No, it's yeah. all good. Yeah, I still wouldn't trust her ass. Nope, 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 nope. Not spending the night over there. You know, so that's, that's, woo. I think everybody is universal recognizes. One of I really want to watch that with my family. You ever seen year. it? I've seen it, but I can watch it by myself. But I want to see their reaction watching it because I'm pretty sure my wife hasn't seen it. She, it's just the stuff she was doing. I, I'm not. It's just an it. overall dread yeah. throughout that and entire. It's, movie. it's a deeper movie than just being a horror movie, too. There's some deeper stuff going on with the priest, you know, with his his stuff going on with his mom and stuff, and he's yeah. always, he was he had a depression and stuff like that. You know, it was very deep. So, well, and like like we were talking about earlier, like any possession exorcism movie like you can see beat for beat they're copying the exorcist for yeah, sure oh yeah oh, for yeah. Sure. oh yeah and it's uh, happening to a kid this, yeah. this makes it even more tr- Ooh, terrifying Lord have mercy. all right yeah i'm done with that one i I'm told scared. you man fuck them kids <laughs> <laughs> uh let's let clint i think it's your turn there. all right uh, we picking right back up with number two yep all right number two well i mean you mentioned the thing I told Sean I didn't want to mention the thing because i wanted to mention either of the other movies in the apocalypse trilogy and it's a tough call between Prince of Darkness and the Mouth of Madness, but I'm going to say In the Mouth of Madness is probably the second, my second favorite of the three. Like Prince of Darkness is wildly underrated. It's the one that you never hear anybody talk about, but In, in the Mouth of Madness, I, I'm a big H.P. Lovecraft reader, so like that just hits all the notes for me. Like The thought of like a writer who makes the end of the world happen, 
the fact that at a certain point in the movie, the main character watches the movie. Like that's a important scene in the film is like, as everything's crashing down, like they blurred the lines between fantasy and reality. Like the practical effects they had to use to get some of those shots is, are really impressive. Like it's, and Sam Neill again, like he's our, your protagonist and like, oh. it's just absolutely excellent film. Yeah. It's, I've never seen, I never, even, I don't I never think I've heard of that one. I, I've heard of I've I've honestly I've never seen it myself actually. You sh- uh. yeah. Uh, the thing is obviously the most famous of the Apocalypse trilogy, and then John Carpenter made The Prince of Darkness, which is like a science religion kind of meeting mashup, which also has some really impressive like practical effect shots. And then The Mouth of Madness was the third one. It, it's each one is a different version of the Apocalypse. So oh, you mentioned the name H.P. Lovecraft. Lovecraft. He's the writer of the thing as well. Uh, no, he. Uh, if you've ever heard of like the Call of Cthulhu, uh, if you've ever heard of like the the concept of cosmic horror, which is what uh, Hereditary involves, that's H.P. Uh, Lovecraft invented that in like the 30s. He was Damn. A, he was a under he was a not a very well known writer at the time. But if you look if you talk to like anybody who writes like horror fan horror fiction nowadays, like Stephen King, Anne Rice, even uh, George R. R. Martin, who's not a, like a not a horror writer, but he's a big writer. Uh, Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro, like, he, like everything in, in modern horror somehow traces back to H.P. Lovecraft in some way. He was a terrible, terrible racist even for the time. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> but yeah, like it's uh, if you've ever watched the Reanimator movies, that's good. I've yeah, that's that. uh, that's based on something H.P. Lovecraft wrote. Okay. And then that H.P. Lovecraft got that Jonathan Majors is one of the main, as you watch that on HBO. Yeah, Lovecraft Max, Country. Yeah, yeah. Lovecraft, yeah, yeah, Lovecraft Country. So. Another show that I really meant to get to. I, I started it. And it's got a I, whole, it's only it's, it's only one season, so you go back and watch it now. Like, did they like, get another season or they didn't stop at nah, one? They got the Smoley girl. Oh, Smoulier. 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 Jesse yeah. Smoulier. Junie Smoulier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. They, they canceled it after one season. There's apparently a series of books that it's based on, mm. but like... Yeah, uh, Arkham Asylum from the Batman, everything, mm-hmm. that's named after Arkham, Massachusetts from H.P. Lovecraft. So oh. Damn, I didn't know that. Snapple yeah. fact. I, I, heard, I first heard of H.P. Lovecraft because I used to watch the show Supernatural. Yep, yep. And yeah. they were taking on some H.P. Lovecraft stories uh-huh. in the inside the movie and show. I was like, what the hell? H.P. Lovecraft, I looked it up. It was like, I wouldn't say he was like Alfred Hitchcock in a way, but he was... Um, more, more along the lines of like an Edgar Allan Poe kind okay, of thing. Okay, yeah, yeah, so... That's dope. That's dope. I gotta, I gotta find those movies. I'm check those out. So I mean, I can. If you've ever seen The Void, I think we've talked about. I think so. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's a very Lovecraft esque okay. kind of story. Uh, and then go to my number two most ridiculous thing. It's a uh, nobody in any of these movies knows how to fight. <laughs> <laughs> like it doesn't matter if you've got a gun. Doesn't matter if you've right. got a sword. Like. And the second the bad guy comes in, just like, ah! <laughs> well, Buster Ryan's broke down that cliche, yeah, didn't he? he, sure, he All of a sudden, cool. he turned into fucking, like, like karate man. You, yeah. you get them sometimes. Like, dog soldiers, it's like an army platoon. Like, uh, Resident Evil, you got people who can do it. But it's like, most of the people, it's like, if one of you knew how... If you, one of you had spent a day at the gun range, you could have taken this movie over in, like, five seconds. All right, to be fair, which one was it with uh, Jason, where the black guy tried to fight him on the roof? Jason goes to Manhattan. That dude could box, but he 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 told well, he gets us his head all and just knocked off, knocked yeah. it right off. He like take he's your like, best shot. He's like, man, <laughs> fuck your boxing skills. Yeah. Man. Just like, take this shit. 
that was one where I was like, all right, that proves that, you know, we shouldn't be trying to fight the guy, man. We really right. just need to turn to Forrest Gump. Just run away. <laughs> just run. Don't get the don't hell out of there. You, you bring your bazooka with you everywhere you go. Right. You fucking take care of your that. Mini gun. Your little. My little, knife ain't gonna do shit. Not man. to I'm just Jason. Gonna, you know what? I'm just gonna you know live to die another day. If mm-hmm. a seven foot zombie breaks in your house, I figure you probably deserve whatever you got coming to yeah. you at that point. <laughs> like, <sighs> yeah, it's no problem. Yeah, that is my nightmare, like big time. <laughs> I'm like, I gotta get all. I gotta get to the exit real quick. Yeah. Yes, I too often worry about super superhuman monsters breaking into my house. That's a pretty big one for me. Hey, man, your brain goes to weird places, man. You start thinking about those strategies on how you're going to get out the house fast. Yeah. Like, do I save my family? Do I just hope that you, you know, they can, can get, get out a by new themselves? family? You can't get a new head. <laughs> yeah, if anything we learned about Dawn yeah. of the Dead and all that stuff, you you come up with a new family. Yeah, like, immediately. High, we have a high shelf life. We could start over. And start what was over that? Uh, uh, not 20, 28 weeks later. Oh, starts 28, out, 28 days later? Or no, yeah. it's, it's a sequel. Okay, yeah, It yeah. starts out with a guy being like, well, I guess you're done, and yeah. he fucking runs away. Now, that's a scary uh, depiction of zombies right yeah. there. Ooh, that one got me. So, I'm going to jump on number two for me and make it quicker here. Um, the Conjuring. The first Conjuring. So yeah. scared. Yeah. Shit, I, me and Ryan actually went to see this together. Not knowing anything about this, mm-hmm. this new insidious people made it. It was like, ah. So oh, y'all do. bought into the marketing. We was playing NBA 2K. It was like, let's go see the movies. I looked on the list. Conjuring. No, fuck it. Let's go see it. And Ryan's not a huge horror movie fan. I kind of talked him into it. And we just sitting there, both of us, two guys watching this. And we looked at each other at the end of that movie like, man, you, you want to come back and play 2K, man? I'm going to leave the lights on for you. You're like, God damn, I'm scared. <laughs> y'all couldn't like, be alone. Couldn't Got to put on Step Brothers. Oh, Got to calm down. Man, Ed and Lorraine Warren. I mean, what can you say? This that Conjury movie shocked the shit out of me. That was one of the scariest things I've ever seen. With the Annabelle doll, uh-huh. the, some about uh, I know the East Coast had a lot of the Salem witch trials, but anything on the East Coast in the seventies seemed like it was scary. I don't know what the hell they were up to over there, but that's a uh, it's. When you go to a place with a lot of history, there's mm-hmm. gonna be kind of that sense of superstition. Like that's. A lot of H.P. Lovecraft stuff is set on the East Coast, really? like New England specifically. Yeah, yeah. Like if you go to like anywhere in Europe, it's always the place, like the old places that aren't really modern, the Transylvanias. Yeah, like. yeah. Well, Did they do that in Conjuring too? They went they to, go to England, England or something. Yeah, in the Conjuring <laughs> too. Which, the, but the Conjuring, the first one's just way better than all of them. That scared the shit out of me, and I just remember. I still prefer the second one. You like I the don't know one? why. I, I think the first one because it was they had to go in there. The girl they lived in Rhode Island in the house, and then the lady who who was a part of the Salem Witch Trials, or she was a cousin to somebody of a supernatural Salem Witch Trials or whatever, she ended up dying, and then she, like, proclaimed her love to Satan before she died mm-hmm. and uh, cursed anybody to, you know, live on her land or just even be on her land. And the family gets this house really cheap. They don't know, you know, how the hell they end up getting it that cheap, and it's in the 70s, and... There was a reason why they got it that cheap because it was fucking a million demons in the damn house. And that shit was just creepy. It was a scene where the girl was sleepwalking and she, the sister puts her in bed and there's like a knocking chest at the end of the bed. And she goes to closing and as she looks up, the damn witch is on top of the chest and jumps on her. Mm. That scared the shit out of me. I did not see that coming. That messed me up. That number two for me is The Conjuring. Now, I, I had a no problem putting that number two. That that was one of the scariest things I've ever seen. And I can watch it and not have nightmares or anything, but that one is 
I show that to most people when they're looking for something scary, they're looking for something on the horror lines, and they haven't never seen The Conjuring. I recommend it for sure. The Conjuring's two, not it, it, it's good, but I still think number one for me and my personal uh, preference. So number one, uh, number two for me was The Conjuring. Like I said, me and Ryan saw that. Did not know what we was getting into. So, um, so yeah, I'm gonna check that one out. It's number two for me, and then number two for the most ridiculous things is. Um, the turnaround. What I mean by that is if I walk by and Tommy's standing in the corner and I'm not going to go turn you around. If you're just standing over there with your boxers oh, on, you know how they always in yeah, horror yeah. movies just standing in the corner. They're staring out the it, window. Yeah, or something. and somebody goes to turn them around and they stab them or throw up on them or some shit like or they that. They got like, a bullet hole in their yeah. fucking head. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to stand there and try to get you to turn back around. That's usually that. what happened with the zombies. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like yeah, they're yeah, standing yeah. there and next yeah. thing you know you turn them around they're like fucking drooling black tar out their mouth or some they, shit. They always walk up and turn them around like, Tommy, Tommy, what you doing in that corner? And they go over there and you, a vampire now or a zombie for sure and you bite the hell out of them. Now everybody's all messed up. So I always see that in horror movies where they're in the corner just standing there. Like they always trying to get them to turn around. I'm not going to turn around. I'm going to throw a box of pencils or some <laughs> shit at you or some shit. Some cranberries or something. Like I'm not going to turn you around. I'm getting the hell out. I might call the police. Hey, Tommy's over there standing in the corner. You might want to go check on him. He's not turning around. You know what I mean? He's just standing there. <laughs> <laughs> fucked up how horror films mess up our social skills. <laughs> like, like we refuse to be normal human beings. Right. Yeah. Like Tommy. Oh, shit. I guess he gone. <laughs> you don't even try yeah, to come save me. Uh, I'm not. You just let me know when you come back to your senses. Like I got to be sleepwalking or something. Yeah, yeah. Skip that. I'm not, I'm not going to wait around our times. There's something bad going to turn around when you do turn around. So, yeah, that's number two for me as far as uh, – Silly things or ridiculous things I see in the horror streets here. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Now, number two for me. Now, this one feels like a little bit left field. And maybe it's a little bit like a niche one for me. But this is actually a French film that I saw. I think I was in college when I first saw this. I think it came out like a year or two earlier. But it's a French film by the name of High Tension. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. High Tension. I've never seen this. Let me look this up. They made, they made an American remake, too. They made an American remake, but I think I saw, maybe I saw the French version, because I remember it was a shitload of subtitles, and I was like, eh, what the fuck is going on? But I, was, I kept watching. I was like, okay, I like where they're going with this one. I'm going to keep going through this. Now, I guess this is the one that kind of feels like it's like divisive with people. Like they, Some people love it, some people hate it, but it's almost like you are on one side or the other. There's no middle ground to yeah. anybody that actually watches one. Now, I'm on the side where I thought this movie was actually kind of brilliant. I actually really, really enjoyed watching this movie. Now, it's really hard to describe it without giving a lot of stuff away, but mostly it's like a French woman. She goes home with her, her roommate, I think, for like some holiday or something like that. And then next thing you know, like all hell breaks loose. Like somebody breaks into the house, like kills like the, I think the mom or the they're, dad or something like that. They're being chased by a big slasher guy. Like. Slasher guy. And then she's just pretty much like on the run for like the entire night. I've yeah. seen this. This is dope. This is super dope. Thank you. Yes, Thank I've seen you. this. I think me and Ryan watched this. This is super dope. Yes, I remember this. I had yeah. to look at the pictures. I remember this. All right, all right. It's out in the country in this big-ass house. Yes. 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 Yep. I remember this. Yep. All right, Ryan, in case you just missed it, I said my number two was a High Tension, the high French tension. film. I don't think I have. That's just not I, really I think we saw this when we had the apartment. But high Tension. Yeah. It's like a... Like a French woman like goes on holiday with her with her friend or whatever back to her, like her parents' house or something like that. And the next thing you know, like somebody breaks into the house, like kills the mom or dad, and basically like this uh, this uh, psycho is like chasing her for like the entire night. 
like the, and you can't really say anything more than that because there's a exactly. big twist at the end. Yeah, okay. And you guys twist, are coming with it tonight. I gotta watch this again. I I this yeah. The okay. twist completely threw me off when I saw it. I was like, "Holy shit!" Because I love a good twist, even if, like I said, like how you, Sean. I'm sorry. I know you hate malignant, <laughs> but I like a good twist at the end. Something that's <laughs> yeah. completely left field. Something that I didn't see coming, just so I can have something new to watch. Not like something else that's so cliched or whatever. Like just like that one, it, I thought it was like a really, really good twist at the end, and it was a really good scary one for me. Even with the subtitles, I try to diversify my portfolio when it comes to the film. So I'll, when I heard like this was a French film, I was like, "What the fuck? A French film? Like, why am I watching this?" But you don't get too bothered by the subtitles, and it flows really nicely for for us. So yeah, number two for me is High Tension, the two thousand three French film. I was about and, to ask what year just oh, came not, out. Not number three, I'm sorry, number two. 2005, right? Yeah, I remember this. Yeah, I remember it got released. The 2005 was, I think, the American remake. I think the original one came out 2002, 2003 or something like that. The yeah. original one. And my number two, far as uh, ridiculous things in horror, uh, the blacks don't make it to the end. <laughs> we all know that. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. It's, it's just one of those where it's just... It, you know what? As smart as I like to think that my people are... We don't do the wisest things in horror no. films. Sometimes one of them. Sometimes, is, sometimes you do, and you st- like Night of the Living Dead. The black guy makes it all the way to the end oh, until yeah. the last shot, and he gets shot in the face. It's Tony like, Todd, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. He did make it because he was too busy fighting with the dude in the basement. Yeah, he was. He was, <laughs> he was the only one in that movie. Yeah. He was like, no, nah, clearly something fucked up is yeah, going on yeah. here. He was the leader of that. Yeah, they they got him. Yeah, killed, we do yeah. have those rarities, but for mm-hmm. the most part, what is the normal cliche? LL Cool J made it, and. Uh, Deep Blue Sea. Yeah, he made film. it in Halloween too. H two O. That made movie it. sucked. By the I way, I feel like I he made H2O. it to the end by accident. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he played dead I, the entire. I feel, like, I feel like he put that in his contract. Like I will never die. <laughs> he like, doesn't die. Yeah. <laughs> what was it like no, he, he was walking up the stairs and then he got shot up and then like yes. oh I thought you were him. Like my she man. thought he was Michael Myers, but it wasn't. She shot at him and almost. Killed oh, him. she knew. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. God damn it! Take him out for you. I know I'm gonna get away with this. <laughs> oh, it, yeah. like the cliche with this one always is: there's a group of teens and they go to like a cabin, and what do they have? One black person yeah. with them every single fucking time. It's every single time they're going to like, man, you ain't making it. Like, no way in hell. Even if you do make it like somewhere to the end, like you're gonna die tripping over like a bear trap or some shit. He gonna throw an axe from like 300 yards away, like the, he's the a fucking shot. The thing they do is take they, they they sacrifice themselves sometimes. No. Not no Tyrone. No. <laughs> Why guys we gotta be Tyrone? Why you be <laughs> You guys go ahead. No Tyrone, no. You go ahead, I'll I'll be here for you guys. You get out of here. Like I'll always remember you. Tyrone stand there and get ate up by a fucking Jaws or some shit. Like, come on, man. Come on, Tyrone. You and even, yeah. even then in the movie, I remember it was like the, I think it was the remake that I think they did for uh, Friday the 13th where they was at the cabin. And the black dude, like, he was doing all the right things. Like, <laughs> that was good. like well, we got locked the doors, man. We can't oh, go outside. Like, yeah, what are y'all talking about? Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, his friend is out in the garage. Like, he the, thinks he's getting killed. The like, Asian dude. He's like, yeah. I gotta go out yeah. and get my boy. Like, no, you don't. Wait, wait, hold on. You doing the right things, bro. Make it to the credits. <laughs> don't worry about these friends of yours. You'll find new friends. <laughs> 
It's like, oh, Find man. better friends who don't make you go camping. And he got away again, but Jason threw a damn Hail Mary exactly. axe at his ass and stuck him in the back. All of a sudden, and, this motherfucker yeah. turned into Tom Brady with an axe. <laughs> he threw an axe about 80 yards Nailed and him. hit him in the back and stuck through his back and then stepped on the motherfucker. Like, God damn, Jason. Aaron, what is it? Like, Trey songs? You knew he was going to die in that fucking That's, Texas yeah. Chainsaw I Massacre saw, I movie. I come from the trailers. Yeah, you knew he was going to Yeah, he had to go. Like, for the most part, we do not make it to the greatest. And if we do, it's a fucking miracle. It's an absolute miracle. Ice Cube? Anaconda? Does that count? Did he make it? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I, guess I, I guess. Yeah, yeah I guess. He made it. Like, we, do have the, we do have the rare occurrence of right. making it. Yeah. Because Event Horizon, the black guy, made it to the end. Yeah, true. I was, that was uh, one that no, I was very proud of. No, he didn't. He sacrificed himself. See? I told you. No, remember he came back at the end. Remember that she was having like a little dream sequence where she thought like Sam Neill was oh, going after again. Yeah, then yeah, they woke yeah, up from okay. that little liquid sleep order. He was like, no, no, we're good. We're okay. We're made it. I was like, whoo, holy shit. He did make it to the end. Right on, my man. And it's actually the one dude from The Wood. Uh, he was playing like one of the adult friends from The Wood with uh, Tay Diggs and uh, uh, Omar Classic X. movie. I know who you're talking about. Absolutely. Yep. I think his name is uh, Richard T. Jones. Why do I know that name? I don't know why. but yeah, I One think of the I best mustaches of all time. <laughs> He's got of all the things. Like, <laughs> I think I know who you're talking about, too. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah, the blacks not making it to the end. Man, we got to write better uh, scary stories for ourselves. Jordan like, Peele's trying to fix it. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, yeah, he is. I don't it's even know hit, if I count, count this stuff as horror. I to mean, me. it he, doesn't he feel too scary it is, to me. Yeah. It, it depends on like maybe like a suspense thriller kind of thing. I, I would I, agree with it, Tommy it, on that. You could tell he's a fan of the horror genre. Oh wait, wait, wait! I it's, take that back. Get Out was absolutely horror because it played on my fear. Get Out, yeah, Get Out's very much. Yeah, Get Out's the most straightforward horror. If you're in an interracial relationship, man, you looking at that movie with a whole new lens. Everybody and else maybe my opinion of comedy differs from yours. You thought it was funny. Hilarious! You laughed at the wrong <laughs> Absolutely, shit, man. Why are you Hilarious. laughing at that? <laughs> that wasn't um, funny. Now, obviously, his. Uh, TSA best friend was comic relief. Yeah, yeah. that was. He yeah. was absolutely hilarious. But just from the guy what making. Were you laughing at? Even from the opening scene before the guy gets abducted, just his comments. He was talking to somebody on the phone. I was like, yeah, I'm out here in this little suburb. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was. It was. I, it was. It I was. Mean, I mean, there, there's definitely comic yeah. elements to it. Like, um, when the guy kills the dude with a fucking stag's head, that's <laughs> no. pretty comical. I, I no, I right didn't there. think that was funny. That? <laughs> but, but, but the dad, I think he, that is who ended up getting killed. With yeah, him. yeah. Even he was his overly sarcastic uh, interaction. That with, was I can see. Yeah, yeah I mean, they told him they hit a deer on the way there. He was like, "Good for you." There's too many deadly deer out here. <laughs> Kill them all, Isaac. <laughs> I, I thought it was it was hilarious. Yeah, and yeah. even her interaction with him, it's like, so you want me to go and tell my dad I'm about to bring my black boyfriend up here? Everything yeah. about that movie was yeah, very self aware. What's up, my brother? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. It's hilarious. It's all like definitely in the horror genre. Just some of it doesn't quite stay there. Like us didn't really stay there. My it did end, not. It just no. went went a little much. bit far left. For yeah, me. and then like nope. There's stuff I liked about it. It had some good elements. Yeah, to but it. like yeah. it's just I feel like I saw what he was trying to do, but I I don't think he stuck the landing. There's also just a lot in that movie that didn't need to be in there. It was way too drawn out. I, I really, I feel that Get Out is one of the best movies yeah, ever out, made. He he could he can make a million other movies, but like Get Out will get him in the door of any conversation. For sure, like, he's got that one classic. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, I have been disappointed with his two follow-ups. I honestly. do enjoy Nope more than I probably would want to admit to. There was a a few scenes in that movie that really thought made me think like, all right, he has the fucking skill set to make like a really good horror film. He doesn't. 
he pump fakes too fucking much. I'm yeah. with you on that. Like the yeah. scene where he like the dude was in the was in the truck and then he looked up and he saw that thing. He's like, nope, and he got right back in. I was that like, was awesome. That scene yeah. was like beautifully shot to me, and like the scene where they dropped all the fucking blood and like yeah, the, the, all the stuff on top of the house. Like that was a great fucking visual scene right there. It's like it's it's just he's he's. He's going so far out of his way to not do what you're expecting that he ends up going. The reason why no, you're not expecting it is because nobody would fucking do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good point. That's true. He could have done better with that fucking alien parachute thing that was floating in the air. I think I, I hated that. Shit. that was... Like, why is this hot air balloon supposed to be scary? The, the thing, One of the worst the, on-screen aliens ever. Yeah. The thing that bothers me about it is like, so the horse uh, doesn't like you looking at it. And like, okay, I mean, animals do that. It's like. And he's like, oh, yeah, the horse is just like the alien. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's a leap of logic I, I, right there. I understand. Yeah. And also, uh, the, also the, the fucking chimpanzee scene, like, why is that even in there? Yeah, like, to to show you that you don't trust animals? Like, I don't know. I really enjoyed that scene, even though it was a little bit out of context. That, that scene is excellent, but it does not it belong in that movie. It doesn't with the story yeah. at all. It's just... Well, that, I like how they uh, that I guess they kind of connected when they brought like the one girl back from that uh, from that uh, that monkey scene, and she was like one of the guests, like her the face one guy. Was all yeah, but tore there, up. there was yeah. there was there was no relevance to that. Like, not at all. But that it was still t- nice to see like seeing a monkey get all get all fucking ape shit. No pun, yeah, no just, pun intended. <laughs> no, I will. I, I just got to counter that because one, I'm not a huge fan of Nope. I honestly, when I walked out of that movie, I felt that was his worst out of his three. I, and I, I was disappointed really? with you us. Like, you like us more than Nope? Damn. I, I, I do. I do. But I, I will say the, the scenes with the chimpanzee that goes crazy on television set were probably the most intense, probably my, the parts I enjoyed the most. Not just because of the violence or anything, but it that really hammered home at that point what I think he was going for. Yeah. Because all the main characters thought they could tame Outside of the the lead actor uh, from Get Out, how do you pronounce his name? Oh, uh, Daniel Daniel Kaluuya. Daniel Kaluuya. He was, out of all the the characters in that movie, he's the only one who realized that you can't tame a wild animal. You just have to respect it and hope that you can survive your interaction with it. Everybody else tried to tame it. Including the the Asian guy who survived uh-huh. the TV show, mm-hmm. he thought he actually had a since he survived that ape attack, he thought he actually had a connection because he was with the ape feeding the thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he felt the same with the UFO. He's feeding it. We got a connection. It's not going to hurt me. He had to find out the hard way. Daniel Kaluuya's character was the only one who realized you can't tame it. You just got to respect it mm-hmm. and. Respect its boundaries, and maybe you can survive interactions. Um, Only likable character in the whole movie, too. To an extent, he was, yeah. He was very grounded. Uh, Kiki yeah. Palmer got uh, a lot of hype for this, but I thought she was extremely annoying. I thought she was, she was terrible. Very yeah, over, over the top. top. Yeah. She was and over... I thought Daniel Kaluuya, he just seemed so disinterested in everything that was going on. Yeah. yeah that's why I liked him so much. He was just like, oh, he was just over the whole fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah. the contrast between him and his sister were. Um, that worked because yeah, yeah. he I, I think Jordan Peele that's what he was going for yeah she was she couldn't stop talking this guy didn't talk and talk enough I, and he really hammered that home okay well yeah that's not get sidetracked with no yeah. that's a think piece that we can di- yeah. you know, dive into Absolutely. like all day well, every we day got number three for you Ryan uh number three for me was the oh, exorcist wait. yeah did you guys are you are you oh, guys yeah. on number two right yeah, now yeah we're on number two right who's now gonna, who's up then 
Uh, I, I believe I, he I does what? I think it is. What was your number two, Clint? Okay, wait a uh, minute. My number two was the Mouth of Madness. Mouth of Madness. Mine's was The Conjuring. The Conjuring. Okay, okay then it's, yeah, it's on you for yeah, number two. Number okay. two for you, yep. Number okay, I appreciate that. And uh, first of all, uh, it was then Clint, by the way. Yeah, Clint. Wait, I'm Ryan. Go? Nice to meet you. Ryan. Did you go to number two? I don't, I don't know if I said my number. Look at your number two. Oh, wait, two. I did. I did. Uh, okay. High Tension. High okay. Tension. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, 2003 French film, you said, Tommy, for yes. High Tension? Man, okay. I remember that. That's just, I need to watch that again. I'm going to find that. That was a great movie. I, yeah. Okay. I, I, that passed me. And, uh, yeah, I try to seek out especially foreign horror. I'm, I'm a big fan of that. Um, and just, I'm sorry, terrible first impressions. Uh, we're all old enough. Don't drink on an empty stomach. So I'm extremely sorry for the little ten minute intermission I had. Clint, good. very good. bad first impression here. It's good to meet you. Yep. Sorry that you had. Uh, well, maybe Sean and Tom would tell me this is Ryan to a T, yeah. showing up late and throwing up out of nowhere. This, this, yeah, you're getting you're getting the full Ryan experience yeah, tonight. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, nice to meet you. Um, I. I'm a huge Guillermo del Toro fan, yep. mm-hmm. and especially his making of things. And H.P. Lovecraft is something that always comes up whenever I watch uh-huh. any of his features. So I'm glad uh, that you actually dropped some knowledge on us tonight, because I always heard that name and never had an idea of who they were talking about. So thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, that was a nice little drop of knowledge. Um, and apparently, great minds think alike. Because my number two is the exact same as Sean's number two. And that is the original Conjuring movie. Yeah, right on. That has spawned a billion dollar franchise with multiple spinoffs. But nothing tops that original. Not, yeah, not yeah. the Conjuring 2 or 3. Yeah, not so. those Annabelle movies. Def- definitely uh, Conjuring 3, which I really did not like hardly at all. The Nun, is that part of it too? The yeah, Nun spinoff. Yeah, you combine all those movies together, they, all those movies have grossed over a billion dollars. And we, me and Tommy talked about our love for Scream and how that might have had one of the best openings of all time. If a movie gives Scream some competition, that opening for The Conjuring uh, scared the shit out of me. I, I'm, by the time yeah. Annabelle got tossed in that dumpster and they said, I'm done with her, I, I was already, no, I wasn't going to get any sleep that night. <laughs> that movie is absolutely horrifying. Mm-hmm. And along with The Exorcist and the aforementioned Hereditary, that's a movie that I will uh, never, ever have the courage to watch by myself in my home if I'm home yeah. alone. That movie is utterly terrifying. And is a, a master class of filmmaking. Uh, James Wan, uh, he really put himself in the elite class of filmmakers when that movie came out. And uh, it uh, really it spawned multiple franchises. But it um, the scares in that doesn't rely on cheap jump scares. No. There's tension all the way throughout it. Um, Annabelle, I've... I, if there's one thing I will say, the real Annabelle doll in real life is scarier than the one they put in the movie. Raggedy yeah. Ann doll. Yeah. <laughs> Raggedy Ann doll is horrifying to look at. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Ed and Lorraine Warren, uh, they had a huge impact on pop culture. Mm-hmm. I really think their relationship is is the backbone of these movies. Yeah, because you care about them a lot in yeah. the movies, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and, uh, yeah, during my time here in uh, Fort Wayne, I've come across a very strange and mostly good uh, <laughs> friend group. But uh, I will say that after The Conjury came out, uh, there was a couple 
who um, had a little bit of a drug and alcohol problem, to say the least. But his crazy ass girlfriend even started calling herself a clairvoyant after she oh, saw. Oh boy! Yeah, okay, you're already crazy. <laughs> now you're a clairvoyant. I don't oh want to my god! I don't want to. So know she that. even had a that kind of had a big impact on her and a lot of people. And uh, yeah, I did. Sean even told you. Uh, Sean persuaded. I probably would have not seen that movie in the theater unless Sean recommended to go see that yeah. because I've been disappointed by hundreds of horror movies that were hyped up and uh, supposed to be the next big thing. This one took me by surprise. I don't think I, I only saw maybe one commercial. I don't think I saw a trailer for it. I just yeah. saw a commercial. Said, "Hey, got nothing to do. See it." Yep, I we, did not know what I was getting to, getting we into. We both were sitting there astonished, like, "What the? This is scary." Blind. <laughs> yeah, this is scary. We yeah. walked out like it was just a quiet walk out. Like, what you about to do, man? You going home? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is scary, man. Scar- yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that whole theater we saw it with had the same experience as well. Right, just a hush on the crowd, like, because nope, this is the first one, so nobody knew what they were getting into. Mm-hmm. It was just a hush in the audience, just quietness, mm-hmm. you know. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah um, and really not that gory on top of that you don't need to be overly violent to be scary there's really not that much um yeah um i will say i'm just gonna go and say it's what my number two cliche for characters uh for characters doing stupid things and ridiculous things in horror movies do not walk down into a dark scary ass basement for any reason (laughs) oh my lord basement or attic Uh, basement or attic there's no reason for you to ever set foot in there there's an a very overhyped horror movie from earlier this year called x it had kid cuddy is one i still need to watch that um now you said you saw the prequel to this uh, i did see the pearl movie which i did i did enjoy a lot you said it's good um i'm gonna give it a chance but i was very disappointed with x and one of the scenes that I almost said, okay, I'm done watching this. The obvious killer in the movie, <laughs> the creepiest looking character in the movie so far, tells one of the main characters, oh, yeah, it's down there in the basement. Just go and look. And she willingly walks down there. She's <laughs> not even halfway down there, and the guy locks the door behind her. She runs up, no, let me out. You knew damn well you were either going to die or get locked <laughs> down there. And I'm sure each of yeah. us have seen at least 50 movies where the character has no reason to step down into a dark horrifying looking basement by yourself. That's a terrible cliche. They usually don't make it up the stairs. They usually do not. I will say the movie that we were just talking about, The Conjuring, uh, the main character in that, Lorraine Warren, she had a reason to go down that dark basement because she was a paranormal investigator. Mm -hmm. And that was a horrifying scene itself when the ghosts start revealing itself and the fat, overweight mom Showed stabbing her kids like she made me do it. Yeah, oh, uh, man, that's like, scared. It, it was it, it was horrifying scene, man. horrifying scene. Uh, the Conjuring is a classic, and the fact that I'm ranking that above the Thing and the Exorcist and Scream says a lot, a whole lot. And I didn't think any modern horror movie could have the effect on me that the Conjuring did. Yeah. That movie terrifies me. I own it. I I own it on DVD. I I paid tribute to it and I went and bought it. It's got some extended cuts worth, worth and stuff. The, yeah, and all worth, that. So, worth the price. Oh man! Anybody that wants to watch The Conjuring, I always recommend it to them. Like, watch The Conjuring. Oh, I heard that's not that good. And they always come back. Man, that was great. That was scary. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. And like you said, it didn't have to have violent blood and head getting cut off and guts and stuff. It's really because, not that and, well. and, the, and the fact that some of it's a true. We don't know what's true, but some of it being a true story based on some true stories that made it even more scary. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, so I think we're on the number one for you. Number one. All right, time to end this with a bang. Uh, number one all-time favorite horror movie 
it's kind of a toss up between the first one and the second one. It's either of the first two Alien movies. Nice. <laughs> yeah, just okay. I saw the I first saw Aliens when I was too young to see Aliens, and that scene where they open up the ceiling and you see all them crawling towards them, like that stuck with me for a really long time. <laughs> it's like I'll go back and I'll rewatch the first two movies. I don't bother with any of the other ones, but like just the mark that's left of pop culture, like the creature designed by H.R. Geiger, like everything about those, those two movies is basically perfect. Like it's, it's what I can go back to. Like it's, that's like the first one's the haunted house in space. The second one is, well, you got the biggest, toughest guys in the galaxy and they don't fucking matter at all. Yeah. 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 Send the whole military in here and get tore up, rip the pieces. Yeah. And like the, the, the overall villain of the whole franchise isn't even the monsters. It's the big company. So yeah. like it's very true. Relevant uh, to modern old, times in that way. Old, old boy from Stranger Things. What's his name? Um, got the curly hair. Uh, Damn it. Destin? No. Um, oh, uh, Richard. Uh, Paul Reiser. Paul Reiser. Yeah. He yeah. was the villain. Yeah. He's a scientist. Yeah. yeah. He's the one yeah. that he double crossed him. I never forgot about that. Yeah. Paul Reiser. Wait, would it be him or would it be like the dude that she calls Papa? Because technically he's supposed to be like the brains behind that whole in, child experiment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like in Aliens, in Alien, he's Paul Reiser was oh, the one yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul Reiser double crossed the whole team and got them got them all murked down there with yeah. the aliens. Yep, because yeah, so. he yep, yep. he wanted to capture one of the aliens yeah, as a weapon. Yep, yep, yeah, yep, so. Yeah, I can see that being scary. I always enjoyed them, but I, I always I can see that being definitely some yeah, scary shit. And, and then uh, number one ridiculous thing: whenever something weird's going on, somebody's always like. We should go check it out. I don't, if something mildly inconvenient happens to me, I'm locking my door and I'm not. Lo- I'm not going out till 11:45 a.m. Sun's as high up as it can get, like, and I'm bringing my gun. Like, I'm yeah, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to add to that, it's not even they go towards the noise to investigate. It's always like they want to investigate in the dark. For yeah. sure. In the dark. In the freaking dark. You've already had bad stuff happening throughout the day, like. Just barricade yourself in there. Like have nine, <laughs> yeah. have nine one one on speed dial. Yeah. Have like your shotgun. Have your dog that didn't run outside because the dog knows what's going for him. <laughs> that's tough. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, they always got to go see what the hell that was over there. What, like, what are you gonna do about what's over it? Over there in the woods over there. Like, did you hear that? I'm like, yeah, let's get away. <laughs> two two a.m. What's in the woods? Let's go see. There's a light over there. Even if it's yeah. even if it's not like a skinwalker, or mm. slender man, or whatever. Like. What are you going to do to anything that's outside yeah, at night? Not like, a damn thing. <laughs> just get your ass messed that, up. That so. could just be like an angry dog. Like, Are you going to like try and box it? Like, yeah. I'm not fighting a dog if it's perfectly well-mannered. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and it's always like, especially when it's like a couple going off, like looking, the girl's always like, like, like let's get out of here. It's like, what's wrong, man? It's nothing going to happen. Like, you dumbass. Like, yeah. she's trying to You've give killed you, both like, of you. <laughs> Like you need to get the fuck out of there, man. Yeah. You and your flashlight are not doing any good. Not a damn right thing. They always got to go see. Oh, God, like walking around with a flashlight, a candle, like yeah. a cell phone light. Like if it's new, and it's like, oh man, like what's going oh, over man. here? Like, come on, why are you being so scared? Nothing's gonna happen. <laughs> like, bitch, you don't be the first one to die. Right. I'm calling it SEAL Team Six, and I they'll know, take man. care of it for me. Yeah, I don't even want to go see it in the daytime. I just leave it there. Don't even mess with it. So, um, number one for me, well, I'll make it quick here. Uh, 
I gotta go with The Exorcist, man. That I can't watch. Hard that. to argue. Hard I can't watch argue. that. I watched that as a teenager, and my brother rented it again. My brother, my brother might be the scariest thing I've ever seen because he always <laughs> got me watching this shit. So um, uh, he had me watching a couple of things, but The Exorcist. Oh my lord! I watched that as a I was probably in middle school or maybe early late elementary, and I watched it one night by myself, knowing it was scary. But it, it took a while to get to the the main parts of it, so I was kind of like in and out of it. Like, ah, oh, this ain't that bad. What's going on here? We got a girl getting sick and shit, but I didn't realize she was getting possessed while she was getting sick, and she was talking to the Ouija board and Captain Howdy and shit. And boy, when she started to turn to the devil and. Oh man, that, I I can't watch it. I just cannot watch that by myself. That ruined my life. That tore my soul into pieces watching that. Like I remember going to my mom and like, can I just sleep on the floor? They're like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, I watch some scary stuff. I cannot get out of my mind. Her face was embroidered into my mind. Like I couldn't get her face out of my mind. That face is horrible. And then when she would be, uh, you know, talking like that, and the the priest would tell her to do something, he was like, you know. Um, Move that dresser in time, you know, and this is how he she talked, and it was just like, how did they get this? Why are they doing this to me? Like, and I just kept watching it like an idiot, like, oh man, right, well, I'm stuck now. So I watched it to the end, ruined my life, man. That ruined my life for a long time. I could not get that out of my head. And a quick story: my uncle took me and my ne- uh, cousin to those stairs that the priest ended up jumping out of. You did tell me you saw that in person. Yeah, I saw that in person. We didn't know because it was in uh, Washington, D.C. It's actually called Georgetown. Uh, where University of Georgetown is, that's that's where the movie took place. And they got these big stairs, and he let us run up and down these stairs, and we would just race each other. We were competitive. And he didn't tell us until we left. He's like, you guys remember the exorcist? Like, yeah, that's the stairs that the priest killed ourselves. And I just had, like, a <laughs> chill <messed> over <laughs> me. Like, why did we go there, man? What are you doing? Like, this, I, I just cannot even – I don't even want to look at her face. Uh, you know what I mean? And, and, and the, me being – I'm sort of religious and not – deeply religion but that i just don't play around with that one you know what i mean nope. i cannot play around with the exorcist i feel like watching that something bad is going to happen and stuff like stuff happening on the scene when they made it yeah. back in you know the time as people call a fire people, or people said it was cursed yeah. yeah it was cursed that god didn't even want them to make it, or whoever didn't want them to make it it was just a bad voodoo on that and that came out in like what 74 or 72 and 70, yeah. still holds up to this day as it's king of horror for me, and that's a different type of horror. I could watch anything else, but when you talk about a possession, I can't do that one. Especially The Exorcist, that's the king of the possession movies. I can't do, I can't do it. I cannot watch it when she starts getting the face with the eyes. Even the scary movie when they remade, like made fun of it, uh-huh. I still couldn't watch that. I was like, man, this is creepy. Really you up. Oh man, I, I don't want to even want to get into it. Number one by far is Hands. Conjuring is close. I can watch The Conjuring, but Exorcist. That takes me to a different place. That I don't want to go. Have uh, you seen the director's cut? I saw that. I saw okay. that when she turned into like a spider-like thing. Yeah, walk back and down, down the stairs. That yeah. really ruined my life. That, like, was that was really. And I, I watched The Exorcist too, like a dummy. I don't know what I was doing, and it wasn't as bad, and it still had some possession going on. But her and her stories and her was she the actual actress of what went on in the movie and stuff and how she was all tore up. It just. It's bad. It's not a good thing to watch. I don't want to watch that no more. So The Exorcist is number one. It's not even close. Conjuring's up there. I can watch The Conjuring, but Exorcist, I cannot even attempt to watch. I don't even want to watch the the, the slow parts of it. You know what I mean? I understand. So, I was in my yeah, top five. Yeah, yeah. And I, number one is Ridiculous Things. Is kind of on the side of Clint here. Uh, stop splitting up. 
Yeah, Thank you. Stay that, together. That is absolutely retarded yeah. in movies. Let's yes. Let's go over there, me, Clint, and we're going to go this way, and then you and Tommy, y'all go that way. We'll see y'all yeah. on the back of this. Hey. We're going to get this thing. Man, hell no. We're staying together. I don't care if it's the key, and we got to have a key on this side, and the key is on the other side of the, the, the damn building. We got to turn it at the same time to blow up the damn. <laughs> I don't know how the hell we're going to do. We're going to hold hands before we get down there because well, we ain't fucking well, splitting well, up. Well, y'all, you're all going to go over that way. We're going to go back to the car. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We are not. Splitting up, stops. They always split up, man. And a scary, uh, scary movie made fun. Uh, scary movie made fun of That's that. That's the scene that pops into yeah, my head. Yeah, let's all split up. Go over here, and then somebody always doesn't come back. You know what I mean? Or I think stay- in a scary movie, all the black people, yeah. <laughs> like, oh man, yeah. But it's up. it's it's always one person that goes off by themselves, and they get tore up by whatever the antagonist or the creature or the monster, or whatever that is. So stop doing that. That's my number one. Pet peeve in uh, horror movies. They always split up, man. I'm sticking. I'm going to be on somebody's back. You know what I mean? And my honorable mention is the dropping of the gun. When they need the gun the most, they drop it down a cellar or some shit. God damn it. You know what I mean? When the, when the monster's bulletproof, they got sharp aim. Pew. Everybody hitting him in the head and, you know what yep, I mean, yep. reloading and shooting him with missiles and shit. <laughs> but when the monster can be killed by a gun, oh, God damn, I dropped the gun and some oil. Or, they run, I mean? or they run out of bullets. <laughs> or, yeah, they don't, oh, they, yeah. Or they finally have that one shot and it's, oh, man, I'm out of bullets. God damn it. Come on, Kept man. you know, safety on. Right, right. <laughs> and then he gets stabbed with a spear or some shit. So honorable mention for that one is the gun they never have the gun when they need it or the gun they drop it like like Danny Glover did on Predator he dropped the shit off the damn off the wall while he was climbing down like come on Danny Glover you could have shot the Predator right here you know so <laughs> it's just the writers thinking like yeah. oh man we can't make it too easy yeah for yeah man. we gotta make sure. it like a fight it's like no nah, sure. fuck all that man just uh, yeah. to see that yeah so yep that's it for me back to you Ryan, my man is it time Ryan, you want to you want to go next you want me to take it um I'm gonna let you close I'll go next I want you to finish okay. this out with the bang all right number one for me because it's, it's in my top five all-time movies there's no real surprise nightmare on elm street oh yeah. oh okay. yeah, yeah. I, I knew that was in there but i didn't know it was you in love there. that movie yeah. i love that movie because it played on a real fear it's, and it's something that you can't control so it just manifests itself in something that i can never outgrow no matter what yeah you we all have this like sense of like watching a scary movie and then you take it to sleep with you yeah you you have a bad dream about it man it wakes you up in the middle of the night this is the movie that made you scared to go to sleep mm-hmm. so bad that sometimes you would be like just sitting at your desk man like just tired as fuck but you scared to go to sleep thinking that freddy cougar <laughs> is gonna get your ass and you gotta go to sleep sometime exactly yeah, it's know, something that we all have to do yeah. in life like we need water we need shelter we need love i guess and we need sleep yeah <laughs> that thing fucked me up so damn bad as a kid i watched it way too young way too young when i shouldn't have been watching because i had that cousin you know recipes my cousin jerry he loved watching scary movies at night mm. at night set the tone yeah set the t- he's like he all right man it's scary. like it's nighttime man we in the bedroom man like you know we gonna cover we gonna cover the bottom of the door with blankets so <laughs> grandma don't know that we still <laughs> oh, he was real deal yeah. he, oh he was real clear he's like we gonna turn it down low and then we gonna watch this movie then he's like nightmare on elm street we was watch that a lot nightmare on elm street and the people under the stairs was Ooh. two ones that we used to watch a yeah. lot. They both played on some fears of mine. Nightmare on Elm Street more than anything. The thought of this this creepy ass dude with these like these little Edward Scissorhand knives coming <laughs> to ki- kill kids like in your sleep. It was just something I could not control that fear at all. It it still plays well to this day. Now of course everything else after that is an afterthought. 
I apologize for everybody who tries to watch like these little movie marathons to try to get through all these movies. God bless you, but I can't do it. Yeah. I watch the first one and then I'm out. Everything else after that, if you find something good about it, God bless you. But me, no. Like the Lawrence, the one with Lawrence Fishburne, no. Like Freddy vs. Jason, hell no. The remake, no. I'm tired of that shit. The first one is a perfect classic horror film. Anytime you watch it, or this now, back then, it still holds up to this day. Scares the shit out of me. Makes me fight sleep. Maybe that's why I stay up late all the time and I get like two, three hours. I'm like, he can't kill me in three hours, right? <laughs> you get insomnia and shit, taking no dose. And- I don't know. Man. There was a time where I started drinking coffee. Really? I was like, man, I, it was like a shit. Look, I can't drink coffee now. That just sucks up my me system either. right now. But if I, if I like watch that movie, I'm like, I can't go to sleep. I'm going to be up all night. I'm just, I guess I ain't got no sleep tonight. All right, fine. Fuck it. I'm just going to be useless at work tomorrow. Yeah, it's legitimate because Michael Myers, he, he, he's not coming after you unless you in his way yeah Jason, everybody else you gotta go to yeah. his campground you you can always outrun yeah, one no of them yeah, you can't outrun yeah. yourself yeah texas chainsaw master you, you gotta be in texas in some you know remote and why area would i ever yeah. want to go to texas right right freddie yeah. gonna get you you going to sleep at some point you think you up you could be up driving one day if you if you missing sleep sleep's gonna get you and that's when he's waiting on your ass too you know what i mean so he know Visually, you can't stay up forever, and you, you'll die first. He but, really is the yeah. ultimate threat. Yes. There's no getting away from Freddy. No, not yeah. at all. If he's like, I'm going to get your ass when you go to sleep. Oh, shit. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Nightmares are scary as it is. Right, right. Nightmares no. can scare the crap out of you in yeah, real life. that was a perfect. Oh, Wes Craven was, ooh, he's in his bag for that oh. one. And if I can give one honorable mention to one that didn't make my top five is actually Saw. Sauce. The, the first, first one. The first, yeah, yeah, the first yeah, yeah, one. The yeah, first yeah. one is really good. No, no, the, Jigsaw was, was dope. He was dope, yeah. You know, because I like something that's original. Yeah, it was definitely original. Yeah. And the idea of like the killer just being there the entire time watching it play out, I'm like, that was fucking brilliant. I did not yeah. see it. It was like a great fucking ending. And the traps were, you weren't getting out of that. Even I if you love got those out fucking it, traps. That's the only thing that's up, ever yeah. been good about Saul. Like the, the way tra- that they got creative on killing people, I thought like top notch. Good job. But, like a lot of that Ooh. stuff was like, I never even thought about well, that. Real shit. hardcore Tom and Jerry. Yeah. When, <laughs> <laughs> when old girl fell in those syringes, I was done. I'm like, I can't take that. I, I can't remember yeah. it was the second or the third one where he had like a like a contraption hooked up to the lady's ribs and then like she got something like wrong and then all her ribs got ripped out. I Ooh. think that would have been like the second or the third It was third. like the second or the third one, but I was like, oh, fuck. That, that, that's the one that kind of fucked me For up. For some like, reason, females love Saw. Like they, they think that's like legit. Like all the girls what? I know love girls, Saw. Think girls like, love Saw. Yeah, yeah, they do. Like, there's something about that. I don't get it. Maybe they like the idea of going to a scary movie. They have a, a way of like forcing a cuddle up, which yeah, you don't get right. scared. Because yeah. yeah. my wife already knows this rule. When we watch a scary movie, don't touch my hand. I hate when you grip <laughs> my hand. You like get me to false jump at something that I wasn't going to yeah. jump at. If it wasn't for you. Like, no, get get the hell up off me. Stay on your side. Yeah, Saw is a good one. Yeah. And number one, it was going to be splitting up. So I'm kind of pivoting out of that one. I don't want to double up on anything. Okay. So number one for me. It's it's like the cliche of all cliches. White women cannot run. <laughs> they trip Always and fall. fall over every fucking thing. Hell yeah! It is like the worst cliche that's ever been. Why put. did you wear those high heels of this remote cabin? <laughs> <laughs> it's like no matter what, they trip over nothing. Like a, a pine cone comes out of nowhere, they go tumbling down yeah. like the fucking hill and break their neck. It's and they like, get other people killed too, trying to help them. Oh shit, Margaret! And white <laughs> run back. In white women's defense, if I got to run like thirty feet, I'm just, I'm just go ahead and kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I 
probably out of breath. I'm right. sweating. I'll at least go do some moves. I'm going to do some jigs. Uh, trying to shake him a little bit. And they don't just run. Yeah, they man. always do the same cliche run. They run and they try to turn around. Yeah, yeah. when they turn around, that's they it. Gotta, they got to look and see what's up. And then when they get up, the motherfuckers on the other side of them, they back into it. It's like, yeah. bitch, you just got to yeah. beeline it all the way to that running car yeah. that's waiting for you. Like, get out of here. Why are you looking back behind yeah. you all the damn time? That's why you trip. You looking behind you. Michael Myers and Jason are undefeated in those. Hey, oh, you fail? Oh, oh yeah. that's your ass. Michael Myers doesn't have to run. He will walk the entire <laughs> oh, way and yeah. catch He'll you. He'll be tying his shoes. <laughs> <laughs> he's I'll not even walking. Yeah. He's doing a stroll. He's <laughs> like, I'm going to give you like a 10-second head start. Hey, why is Michael Myers already in a mechanic suit? Why can't he kill people in like so a he don't polo? So right? he don't get blood on his real clothes. Maybe he thinks it's real work, I guess. I don't know. Well, but yeah, in, yeah. In, the, in the first movie, that's just what they had. Yeah, like, it's just pretty scary. And, and you know, this whole time we've been scared of William Shatner. You know that, William? That's a William Shatner mask. You know, yeah. we scared of fucking Captain Kirk. Oh, they said it was like a, re- a mass reversed yeah, or something. It was like that? a mass, a prop. They yeah, had they, a, they, they like just stripped face. the paint off of it. Yeah. Like, oh, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, okay. so it was uh, supposed to be Captain Kirk's prop, a face or a mass of his, and they made it in yeah, something I, scary. Yeah, I think they made that movie for something like $500,000. Yeah. So it was like nothing. And it's the like, number one grossing slasher movie of all time. Ryan, did you know that? You're talking about the original Halloween? All, Halloween and the, the, the whole franchise. franchise. Oh, yeah. uh, I didn't know that. But yeah. well, they got 15 movies. That's not yeah. surprising. Yeah. yeah, it's almost a billion dollars franchise. I believe it. Yeah. Oh, and if I had to give an honorable mention to the ridiculous things, the one that I thought should have made the list but I didn't quite think it made it there is the bad cell phone signal. Yeah. Oh, they That's never a have one. a signal. You just That's have to explain one. why they can't get out right. of there. Yeah. No and, and a chase with that is like the dead battery or the low battery. He's like, oh, oh my God, I've only got time to make one call. Like, man, <laughs> who the fuck doesn't have a portable charger at this point in your oh, life? Man. In today's age, you can't get away with that anymore. No, They better no. do away with the bad phone. You're now, granted, back in the day where the cell phone batteries like the size of like a, you know, a fucking coconut. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, <laughs> like those batteries last like two, three hours and that was it. But a cell phone right now or a cell phone right. signal, you should have coverage damn near everywhere. And I think you can point. always call nine one one too. You yeah. know, so I think uh, uh, one I had was um, honorable mention was uh, elevators. They always take the elevator when the monster's chasing them, yeah. and they get in the elevator and take take the stairs, and they get down there. His ass is already down there. So all right, well they did yeah. that in T two. Yeah, that was a smart yeah, they did. They did. So. Well, that was the only way to get down. Just stop taking yeah. the damn elevator. They Run made, downstairs. They made a whole ass movie about not getting in the elevator. Yeah. The devil. Yeah, I told you that was a good Bo- movie. Bo- I like that movie. Bokey Woodbine is in that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah so. I, I enjoy myself. What so. you got, Ryan? Ryan time to end this end one end with a bang. What you got? Oh, first? Okay. Yep. And I do apologize. I, I did want. I did prefer it if um, if Tommy closed out the episode. So I'm sorry for misspeaking there. But yeah, thank you for for letting me go last. I did want Tommy to do it, and I did just want to chime in. I am a humongous fan of the Alien franchise. Me too. And I yeah. am. Uh, even an apologist for Alien 3 and Resurrection. Alien 3 is good. Alien 3 is not good. What? Is that the one with Charles S. Dutton? Charles S. Dutton. That was good. I like that one. I really like that one. I love it. It's fine if you like it. It's still bad. That was the end of it, But everything after it made it look a lot better. That's fair. Resurrection made it look like a masterpiece. Charles S. Dutton was great in that. But using that justification, like, if you shoot me in the leg, I'm not gonna feel any better about you kicking me in the shin earlier. Like, I, and I didn't have the. I, don't know, I can walk it off after that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I didn't. That was Alien Three was my introduction to the Alien franchise, um, and I would even make the argument has the most iconic image of all the Alien movies, 
with the face up to coming her. into yeah. the bald Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, that, that's yeah. The, yeah, 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 yeah. That's from Alien Three. That's yeah. that's the image that stands out. So that I didn't realize that they killed off the robot. Um, I I didn't know knowledge that seen it, so I didn't have that back. The little girl and the robot from Alien Two. I didn't realize that uh, it was a big deal that they were, bless you that they were killed off to start the movie. Yeah, and I really I really enjoyed it. And um, David Fincher, one of my favorite filmmakers, that was his first Hollywood movie. He hates that movie. Actually, he's, he's how dare he? He, he or oh, uh, apparently the studio kept trying to interfere. That's yeah, because it was originally going to be a, like a lot darker. They had. Uh, they had a different script altogether by William Gibson, who's like a famous like sci-fi writer, and they didn't use any of it. They made it a comic book a couple of years ago, and that's that version of it is like a lot more body horror. Like you got people transforming into aliens. Like it went in a lot more into the lore, but yeah, like there's a lot of people who basically said it. it's very much it's a pretty good example of like studio overreach. Yes, is why I, I've heard was. that for, for sure, for sure. And but I also want to agree with you. Alien 1 is my favorite. That is absolutely a horror movie. Uh, that movie is intense. And, yeah, all the deaths really matter in that. Yeah. Because you get to know that small little crew. And uh, if I would have never seen Alien 3, I can only imagine audiences. Because Sigourney Weaver didn't get top billing in that movie. It was that Tom Everett yeah. actor guy. So to see him get killed off 40 minutes into the movie had to be shocking on us back then. Yeah. I appreciate that. And I love Alien 2. Love, love, love it. But that was my intro into Alien 2. Really? Yeah. Uh, that's a classic. I am all, I've always been partial to that very first Alien. That is scary. It's all get out. And just want to say one thing real quick to Sean. You need to see the original Exodus movie with DTS sound. If you, if, if you think that... The sound design in that movie takes it up a hundred notches. If you okay. think just the images and the, and the acting and the and the voice voice of the possessed girl is scary enough as it is, but if you have good surround sound, because I saw they re released it in ninety seven. You mean the Exorcist or Alien? Exorcist. Ooh, Ex- Ooh, the Exorcist sound I can barely great. watch it. Now. I can't watch this. Shit. Yeah, I saw. I need it. all y'all to come over. And <laughs> get me high and be there drunk. To hold your damn hand. Man. <laughs> I need Lacey. I need a dog there. A bird. I'm with you. I can't. I can't police. watch that. Myself. I need a priest to make sure we not all possessed from watching this. Like, it's, the sound design is one of the best in movie history. The sound, the the, the score for that. The, 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 that that's that, good. That scares me. And when I hear that, I mean, we went to a haunted thing last year, and they had that. I was like, "Ooh, don't play that." That the theme for the Exorcist is scary. You know what I mean? Man, like, you got toughen up. <laughs> yeah, y'all watch watch that a Saturday night by yourself and it's dark. I ain't never gonna be by myself watching scary. Movies. <laughs> I watch Hereditary by myself. I said never again. <laughs> I, I'm with you on that. As I well. couldn't wait for my wife to get back home so we cuddle. Like, don't you Jeez. ever let me go? <laughs> yeah, I had to call Sean the next day after I saw that. Uh, he recommended it because Hereditary, uh, that movie had a lot of hype, but it was very mixed when it came out. Yeah, uh, you yeah. either loved it or hated it. And that was a movie, I, it was always on my radar. But when I heard you and Sean do that episode and mention Hereditary, I sought it out and it did not disappoint. Scared the living piss out of me. And I did watch that alone. 
And I slept with the lights on for he a week straight. called me the next day. God damn it, Sean. I was up. What the hell you made me watch that? Yeah, I was not prepared for that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think I cursed you, you out, too. You I was mad. Did, yeah, yeah was my like, own arrogance did not think I could be scared that much as, as an adult. Right. Yeah, yeah, uh, so. Well, let's get to your number one. So we can it because, you know, I, I'm old. I got a, I got a bedtime. I hear you. I hear you. Sorry. Uh, you, Sean, uh, Tommy, you unfortunately took my number one. It was the, the female running and falling in every day. Every horror movie of the 80s, damn near. Mm-hmm. And you, you hit it. Not only do they fall, but they turn around to look just to see if they're going to let the person catch up and yeah. kill them. Uh, I did have one I'll put on honorable mention. They always seem to have in the, uh, especially in the slashers, they always have the overly macho male character, the jock macho yeah. character, mm-hmm. who you, they obviously want the audience to root for this person to die and they always follow through yeah uh the one that stands out the most to me is uh the original final destination at Mm. one point the asshole macho character tells the female lead i'm never gonna die oh yeah walks off the walks off the scene like you know he's gonna and sure enough yeah that last image of the movie is a big sign coming to take this guy's up yeah yeah yeah, he, he did die so yeah, that was my honorable mention for that. But yeah, I got to agree with Tommy. The the female running and falling, then looking back, that is the biggest goofy, <laughs> goofy yeah. cliche in horror movies. Uh, my number one is might not be the outright scariest, but it is absolutely my favorite horror movie of all time. I'll even say that that Michael Myers probably is the slasher king, but the granddaddy of them all. My all-time favorite horror movie is the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. I I I thought you were about to say Candyman. I absolutely (laughs) adore that movie. Uh, I love the the look of it. It was shot on 16 millimeter. Uh, The graininess of it makes it look like you're not even watching a movie. This looks like uh, you could be watching a documentary on people about to die. the, the the slow build to this at works better than hom- almost any horror movie, uh, in my opinion, because when uh, when Leatherface first makes that appearance and he slams open that meat locker door and hits the guy over the head and you just see his leg twitching before getting dragged in there, uh, it it was super intense from that point out. Um, Wait a minute, this is Jessica Bill one or the seventies? The seventies. No, oh, oh, we're talking about yeah, the original yeah. one. Yeah. I will say that out of all this, including the sequels, the Jessica Biel remake one is the best of the franchise because Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 and 3 are terrible, in my opinion. And I keep telling you guys, you guys still don't believe me. They remade that in the mid-90s that had Renee Zellweger and Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, and they sued, so they couldn't put the face. Like, they like they buried the movie. Like you yeah, find it exactly. It went straight to TV. One I think of them only made, like, $90,000 It, ha- it, ha- or something it was like probably that, that one. Like, yeah. It was yeah. that movie. Yeah. yeah, they could only release it in probably 15 screens, and they had to put it on TV. It is absolutely and, yeah, terrible. Yeah, and then... And then McConaughey and Zellweger kind of blew up there like you're never putting this movie anywhere. Anywhere, yeah. <laughs> so you can't find it. No. Yeah, I you can find a bootleg. I think if you had HBO in the nineties, they showed it all the time. But I w- I couldn't believe how bad it was. But uh yeah. Even you were just talking about the remake with Jessica Beale. The hitchhiker they picked up in that was a female who ended up blowing her own brains out in the van. Yeah. Doesn't compare to a little weirdo who cuts himself. In, in the original, you knew something was bad was coming. Just the opening shot of that with with the corpse that was dug up hanging over the graveyard, 
that movie is creepy to the extreme. And uh, like I said, the 16 millimeter cinematography just this gives it a nostalgic feel where it feels like you're not watching a movie. And they get extra kudos for making the most unlikable character in that movie a wheelchair bound person who uh, call me a bad person if you like. But uh, it was disturbing and equally satisfying to see Leatherface cut him the hell up towards the end of that movie. Yeah. No, I, I, That's more fucked up than you trying to see dogs get beat up in movies. <laughs> I don't want to see it. But I and you don't look away. But if it's gotta happen to it's, somebody, it's, it's, it's gotta happen. Uh, Every time we bring up Batman, it's like, man, would he punch that dog? <laughs> it's like, God damn, man, come he on. He loves that. That's the favorite part. She brought that up at least uh-huh. five times yeah, this podcast. But he don't have Batman knocking rock uh, off a cliff. I, had nothing on, to do man. with what we were talking about. I, I, um, I, from somebody who grew up watching that animated series every day after school, loving the Tim Burton movies. I was blown away seeing Dark Knight opening weekend. Joker surpassed all the hype. But I cannot tell you the fact that I almost jumped out of my seat when he was struggling <laughs> that whole movie with dogs biting him. Then when he fi- finally at the end when he comes up to the Joker, one jumps at him, he just punches it over the balcony. It was, that's the real story. That's that. Overcoming that, that, dogs. That might, that might be the best moment in Batman history. That was the big villain he right there. He punched a dog over balcony. But I, I digress. That, that's why I think that uh, in, in modern and most other movies, you're going to make the paralyzed character sympathetic. Uh, he's going to survive. And he's going to be extremely likable. And you're going to feel sorry for him. This guy was an overly needy, hateful asshole guy, and he, he just happened to be in a wheelchair. Of course, and they—I'm sure that exists in real life. He was hateful of everybody else for being able to walk, and everybody else had a girlfriend or boyfriend they were with, and he was always getting left by himself. But he did not do anything to really fit in. He was a, the most unlikable character in this movie. He was in a wheelchair, and. Uh, it, 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 it that can happen in real life sometimes mm-hmm. not just because you're paralyzed does not make you a, a nice person unfortunately yeah. but uh yeah uh this movie's not that gory as well it's got a reputation for being violent really not that violent at all but there's very few things more disturbing to seeing leatherface hop out in the dark woods and seeing him slice one of the arms off with a guy in a wheelchair and sticking it in his stomach and they don't what you see it happen, but they don't show it. It's not overly gory, but you know exactly what's happening. Uh, this movie stands on the top of the slasher movie genre, in my opinion. And I really think it's a good example of lightning in a bottle because some of the other movies we mentioned, uh, Wes Craven, he's had plenty of hits. Uh, the actors we talked about, they've been in other good movies. Everybody peaked with the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, the director of that, Tobe Hooper, he's most, his other claim to fame is uh, getting replaced by Steven Spielberg uh, as a director for the original Poltergeist movie. Mm. None of the other actors did anything really big after this, but they were all involved in lightning in a bottle and creating, in my, in my opinion, my all-time favorite horror movie of all time. One I kind of made a tradition of watching Halloween season. 
all-time classic. My all-time favorite movie is the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's a very good. I did right not there. see that coming. Yeah. yeah. I know he brought it up time and time again, but I didn't think that was going to make his list. I thought yeah. he was going to go left field with some kind of. I don't know some some Egypt film or something like that <laughs> you, that nobody's had, ever seen. You had, in a, life. you had a French movie in your list. That, that, took, I, that French movie dope, is fucking though. fire. I can't it believe I've never heard of that. You've I seen can... it, man. I think we seen it at your when we lived in that apartment. I think we've seen it. It's just it was something that was kind of like I don't know under the radar. It wasn't like a big man. movie, yeah, but it was good though, yeah. So yeah, it, it was one of those. It was like because uh, if they make like an American version after like a foreign version, I go back to the foreign version. Yeah. To watch it first, it's, I think they did that with the 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 girl with the dragon tattoo, like the mm-hmm. original one with uh, Naomi uh, Rapace. Rapace. She did like her. She did her version of it. I will. And then say, they came out with the American one, which wasn't as good as the original one, but it was still pretty solid. As a David Fincher fan, I was hugely disappointed in the American remake. David Fincher did that. Uh, Just watch the original. It is it is way better. Way better. Uh, there is a good American remake. Uh, a little girl vampire. <coughs> Who oh, bites uh, a little, let, let the, me let, in. Let, let me in. Let the right one let, in. Let the right yeah. one in. Yep. Chloe Grace. What's the name from Chloe Equalizer? Grace. She Chloe played. Yep. In Chloe, yeah. yep. Yeah. She she wasn't yeah. a remake. Yeah. I believe the original was from Sweden. It was uh, that's so, something like that. Yeah. yeah it was. It was uh, one of those countries. That's a good. Movie, I saw yeah. the original foreign mm-hmm. film is worth watching. Watch it with subtitles. Very good. Very good movie. Um, yeah. Yeah. You guys had some some. You guys came with the left field picks tonight, yeah. not me. Yeah. You guys, yeah, uh, yeah HP Lovecraft, <laughs> French cinema. I, I'm a little shocked you put you put Child's Play in your top five because it scared the hell out of me as and a kid. You, have you, you watched missed, that? You as missed an adult? the backstory of yeah, everything yeah, that happened. Yeah, but I, I, I yeah, well, you got to listen to it. But I want to get into it. But I had a My Buddy doll, and I saw Chuck. Oh, uh, that's just not right. Your parents uh, bought you a My. my- my parents did, but my brother rented Child's Play just to torment uh, me. Your and brother sounded like a terrorist. He, he was. <laughs> he was. So uh, he had a good time laughing at my my miseries there. So, um, yeah. And now he's not like that. But back then, he was just a big brother who didn't want to watch me when my parents went out. So I had to watch what he watched, and I would be in the room. Like, you ever watch something and felt like nobody else watched it the next day? And like, man, are you at school? Y'all didn't oh, it's still, yeah, it's, it's stuck with you y'all for a while? Y'all didn't see the little doll with the knife? I'm, <laughs> I'm the only one in the world that saw this. You know what I mean? Oh, so, you saw that little kid's <laughs> movie? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't even that bad. Yeah, Chucky, was, it was scary for me. So, yeah, Child's Play made my list. Yeah, All so. right, well, next time, just throw away the doll. Man. Yeah. You don't need yeah, a little brother? I'm still, I'll whoop his ass now. So, <laughs> so, yeah. you, can, you can talk real cool as yeah, an adult. Yeah, I know, yeah. Listen. So, but yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Right. Great episode. Now, now, since it's finally October, I can finally play this damn song, and it doesn't feel weird. I told y'all, what's the one song that only plays around uh, Halloween? Thrill? Thriller. It's perfect. This, this is always in every Halloween party. You're not going to miss this, though. It, it still bops. It does. It does. It's yeah. still a good bop it right is. now. Now, granted, it, the video really takes it to a whole oh, nother level. level just watch it like as soon as this beat comes on you start doing the little fucking head oh, yeah, and shit, oh, man. Yeah. you start dancing I feel like yeah. everybody in America should know this damn dance because it should be like a national anthem hey, dance Clint, tell them about your uh, don't you got some shows or something coming up uh, uh, yeah me and a couple of buddies are doing a show it's we haven't quite def- nailed down the name yet I think the one we're going on right now is Monster Mash Comedy it's a comedy variety show we're doing it October 30th at Wonder Camera, it's a Sunday, day before Halloween, at eight o'clock. Uh, 
we haven't quite nailed down if there's going to be any like food or anything there, yeah. but we've got we're going to have comedy, we're going to have music. I'm going to be doing magic on the stage. Yeah, it's going to be a real good time. Uh, hour, hour and a half show. You don't got anything going on the night before Halloween. Uh, probably don't bring your kids, but it'll be a good time either way. <laughs> All right, cool. We have to check that out, man. That yeah, cool. I would definitely like to go yeah, to that. Me too, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I'll keep you guys posted on the on our uh, Black Panther uh, Cinema Night yeah, out because yeah. yeah, we're already started looking into the price and everything. It's not as expensive as I thought it would be, so it actually will work out pretty fine for our family and friends to go out there. Split it up to amongst the three of us. Yeah, yeah man, it, it shouldn't be too bad. And yeah. then, you know, I'll, I'll look into catering because you know my black my black family they always look for free food. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they just come there like, hey man, right. you, you want to have drinks? I was like, all right, first off. Fuck you! I hate popcorn. Yeah. I, I don't want to buy it. Black I can popcorn. care less. You go get your own yeah. damn popcorn and drinks at at fucking Regal. Like a drink, a small is like what five dollars? Yeah, five fifty yeah. or something. Kiss my ass! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You better sneak it in your big mama's purse. Yeah. No, 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 I ain't, I ain't paying for that shit. Right. They're gonna get like one big ass three liter of soda from like fucking Royal King or RC Cola. Yeah. RC Cola. <laughs> <laughs> that should be flat after like one right. sip. Serious soda. Oh man, yeah. but thank y'all guys for tuning in to another great episode of Cinemax Advance and like another great episode in the books. Like, gentlemen, Sean, Ryan, Ryan, thank you for showing up. I know you had a rough week, man, last couple of weeks, man. But I kick my butt. Yeah, thank yeah. you for allowing me in to show up late. Sorry, I got here late. Clint, really good to meet you. Yeah. Uh, you took the show up another notch. Oh, it was, yeah, it was sure. really nice yeah, having you on here. I really enjoyed it. A lot of knowledge on those movies. I got to check out some of the movies you got. So. Yeah. All right, man. Thank y'all for tuning in for another great episode of Cinemax Advance. And go out and enjoy yourselves this weekend. Go watch a movie, guys. Right. Have a good weekend. All right, good night.